afraid of grafters. Your teeth and Ding, ding. Well, we got a bunch of alcohol freeze for the sake of uh, your severity. We do, yes. Um, very but much. Thank you very much. <laughs> What do you reckon to a JMOs then? But also we have something to keep me, uh, keep me, keep me off the... I'll pour, <laughs> I'll pour these. So are you, are you in Leeds now? For I'm back in Leeds for uh, till end of May, basically, just okay. for a couple of weeks. I've got a, um, basically got a last minute visit for a couple of weeks because uh, I've got a lot of mess after pandemic and Brexit to deal with. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I couldn't get anything done online. So, so where are you calling home at the moment then? So I live full-time in Warsaw now. Okay. Full-time. I'm and is that going to be for the facility? <laughs> it's a long story. I've got, a, I've got no control over my life at the moment. Oh, I'm sh- them temporarily. So I, uh, I love visiting Warsaw, where I'm from, obviously. Yeah. But I hate living there. Like, it's a great city. I just feel horrible when I'm there. Because I'm, I'm, I just kind of, you know, when you start traveling and living all over the place, when you go back home, it's kind of sometimes like... Back, back to square one. Oh, shit. I mean, well, let's, uh, right, uh, let's, let's do it. Let's cheers to uh, the catch-up. It has been far been, too long. It's been far too long. It's been a good few years. Have we seen each other? No. So have we seen last year? We... Cheers. Oh, last time you were in town, oh. uh, we tried to hook up, but... Um, yeah. I think between shifts mm-hmm. and myself, um, yeah. no, it didn't happen. So. Did it happen, yeah, because I was keeping very low, low key as well. Just kind of, I've been here again, just uh, dealing with adult stuff. So I was like, <laughs> my my party days are over. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I'm here, like, yeah, just dealing with that, hanging out with pals, staying with uh, Sam, Sam Hodgson at the moment. Nice. So I was like last minute thing as well, because uh, I was planning to come over here, but then like tours and things, whatever, and. Uh, Sam messaged me a couple of weeks ago. I was like, oh, just so you know, Joe uh, went away for, for a few months. So if you ever need leads, need a place to crash. I'm like, you, yeah, you're welcome. And then uh, Chrissy from Wax messaged me like, oh, man, shame you're not here. I need someone to do a couple of shifts. I was like, hang on a second. <laughs> 24 hours. <laughs> like, like, 36 hours later, I was on a plane. <laughs> so it was like really last minute thing. So I was like, yeah, yeah, this yeah. way, you know, if I can do a shift or two now and then. Uh, that gives me some kind of pocket money, <laughs> I mean, and I can I can hang out with Palsy, everyone. Yeah, yeah. Which I haven't seen. Yeah. So how are you how are you were uh, working the whole tours thing then? If you say you just got back and uh, I mean that one seemed like it was a pretty last minute one as well. Yeah. Um, are you just like somebody shouts that as you you ended up in Leeds in the same <laughs> way? Is it just like somebody will say I've got something in July? What do, what do you reckon? Or it's basically that's basically how it works at the moment. Kind so of it's like, kind of last like minute. three three months to three months. Yeah, exactly. Because I kind of. I've got so much things to do to catch up after Brexit and pandemic, and it's just it, it's pain in the ass. I'm kind of like can't make any plans for longer than a month or two because yeah. I don't know what's gonna happen. Uh, there are things, you know, living between two countries. There are things which I got left mess here, and I can't deal with that online when I'm in Poland. Yeah. So like I, you know, after pandemic, I mean, uh, you know, I'm 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 financially fucked. <laughs> what the a bit of professional term is fucked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but you had a good time though. Oh, I had a fantastic time. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, so I kind of, you know, just like just trying to figure out what I can do and when, you know, what I mean? yeah. so it's like back here dealing with that mess, dealing with all the things there. But yeah, it's getting there. How did you segue into the tour and stuff initially? Because you were, as long <coughs> as I've known you, you've just been behind the bar. It's and then all of a sudden you were disappearing. And off. I disappeared and I started yeah, doing other yeah, things. Yeah. Uh, I was thinking about it for a very long time. By the way, I'm looking at your phone and I. Is that the right thing? Should it be that loud? <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that'll that'll just be when you're laughing. Fantastic. Oh shit. <laughs> there we go. We're on the, no, oh no. yeah, that's the 
That's the one. I'll, I'll lower it a bit. I'll, I'll do it. Anyway, you've got a big ass <laughs> voice. <laughs> um, you know, I used to. I used to work in Santiago for years and years and years, and Santi's being a place when all the bands used to hang out a lot and all of that stuff. And uh, also used to work there with Paul, Jonty, and everyone who used to tour. And uh, and I was thinking about changing my career a little bit. Uh, I was going to say, you're going to smoke that thing. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> that's why I don't like smoking straights. That's, I'm a Rollies kind of a guy, but... <laughs> mm. And... Uh, uh, Ian uh, from Far Beyond Driven was oh looking yes. for someone to drive at the time and uh, I think Jonty messaged him first and I kind of hooked me up with him and then uh, yeah start doing couple couple driving jobs for Ian because I, I used so to drive big vehicles when I was a kid as well so what sort of bands were you uh, getting with uh, excuse me uh, trying to think I was trying to think today who was the first band I was I ever driven and I'm not sure like the, the like the professional let's say like yeah, we, 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 really. but really first know. time ever ever was with uh, Tim Laut and uh, Nico from X-Ray Cat Trio oh sick yeah yeah, yeah that was just two uh, three of us in my old shit uh, Peugeot partner <laughs> traveling I mean like I was like did it like 42 days in Fucking all hell. over Europe like squats yeah, yeah, small yeah. venues DIY as hell uh, so that was like the first tour I've done, yeah, just DIY, punk as hell. Yeah. And then, uh, and then I was thinking the first one which I done for via Ian, I think it must be this girl called Rachel Yamagata, and I did like four days with her, like London, Manchester, and something else if I remember correctly. Mm. And then yeah, and I started driving some small bands from Leeds to London and back, and then slowly but surely started getting bigger, bigger jobs. And yeah, it's been a, it's been a adventure and a half. Yeah. With a business like that, you've got to kind of do the smaller runs just to kind of build up the credibility and exactly, you yeah, know, put yeah. your foot in, a, in 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 that. And like, you know, also like I kind of I kind that's how I kind of like doing things as well. Like even I mean, years working in bars. If yeah. I start working in a new bar. I like to ask to people like just just give me the shittest job for the first couple of days so I can learn how you're doing these things. So I was cool with the touring as well, starting like a smaller bands, London and back, and you know just usually people start doing this job in their twenties when they're younger. Yeah, I started in my thirties, so I was kind of I was like ten years behind everyone else who was doing who was in that business. You know what I mean, yeah. all our old pals which were into it, I was like, oh, oh shit, I need to catch up. <laughs> but luckily, you know, had some had some good people uh, t teaching me tricks of the of the of, of the craft. <laughs> yeah, and it's definitely kind of uh, it's given you a feral few adventures. You've been getting around. I uh, yeah. what was it? Because you've been you've been to the states. Twice now? No, I only been in states once. Once. And uh, funny enough, uh, that wasn't really a tour. It was funny because that that was a traveling from a. <laughs> it wasn't oh, a tour. It was a traveling. That sounds like a tax a, job. Yeah, exactly. Hang <laughs> uh, on. You know, I got to I got to use my connections whenever I can. Yeah. So that was the adventure of a, of, a, of 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 a year basically, because I uh, I meant to do a tour with a guy called Joshua Ray Walker. Oh yeah, is, it, is that the big lad? Yes, yeah, and that yeah, was yeah. the tour which was uh, cancelled last minute and stuff like that. Oh, last oh, minute, a few weeks okay. in advance, stuff like that. Like you know, not his fault, nobody's fault. Things happen. Yeah, and I was a bit, um, a bit gutted, and I was yeah, just sitting back home, like shit, I'm ah, fucked again. Need to find some shifts in the bars again. I don't want to do it. I'm too old. And then, uh, uh, oh god, um, our pal, oh god, Tom. Um, oh, this is embarrassing. Now I forgot Tom's Tom second name. Palos? Tom Bellhouse? No, uh, Tom was uh, called me. He needed a, needed a driver for the skins. Tom, uh, big Tom, oh big tall guy, big guy. Oh my God! I don't know any big tall Toms. You know him. You know him. Oh my God! Well, this is embarrassing. Anyway, we'll put a pin in it and come back to Tom. That's <laughs> the one. Yeah, he uh, he dropped me a message. He dropped me a message. Like, if you need a driver, so I was like, all right, cool. 
so I came over to, 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 to UK for a couple of weeks and I uh, booked my flight from Warsaw to Leeds for 18 days and I didn't get back home for 164. <laughs> I, I left the keys to my friend to, to, to water my plants <laughs> and she ended up looking after my flat for six months basically almost. So uh, I did that. As I was finishing this first tour, uh, my other pal contacted me. Hey man, do you want to do you want to stick around in Leeds for for a couple of weeks? Because I need a driver and someone to take for uh, for this band coming from Canada uh, in a few weeks. I was like, hell yes, I need some work. Hell yes, so you know, I stick around in Leeds. So sofa surfing again. <laughs> uh, did that tour, and when I was halfway through that second tour, my pal, who I know because we did some tours back. Before back in the days in Europe, uh, my pal from Dallas messaged me, "Hey, you know, come over for a little visit for a couple of weeks." I was like, "I've got a, I've got a place in the van. We're going on tour." I'm like, "Hell, fucking yes! I want to see, I, I want to see all of that." So, uh, so I landed in Dallas, and uh, initially it meant to be like two weeks, and then it's kind of like, "Hey, man, if you if you got nothing to do, we've got a place in the van. You want to travel?" I was like, "Hell yes!" <laughs> so I did two and a half months. Traveling 14 states, <laughs> okay, so like a, kind like of a, a very deep south from shift roadie type stuff. Or uh, not, nothing or really, just hanging out. But it's kind of like you know, just go for a little travel adventure. Okay, yeah. So you know, it's like a, um, I was laughing that day. I mean, with my jobs. Uh, the best thing I've got in my life in these jobs is these friends and connections because always someone always going to hook me up with something funny. So that was like basically the biggest adventure of my life, like two and a half months all over like 14 states, deep south, you know? <laughs> really deep south. Like, I mean, deep, deep south. <laughs> yeah. uh, Los Angeles, New Orleans and all that's so, like absolutely incredible. And uh, so, yeah, so that was that's basically what happened. And then I landed. I moved my flights twice and I landed uh, in Leeds again uh, just before Christmas. So I was drunk Christmas and then just, yeah, just, just yeah, back, back, back in Leeds for a couple of weeks and back to Warsaw. Uh, we hibernating, hibernating for a couple, couple of months, just, just, you know, getting by. And then, uh, uh, then yeah, start getting tours again. So I was going to say, though, it's like initially I was thinking of asking on like, um, how do you make the, the sort of, because you, you've been doing the touring stuff for a bit now. It's been, um, but I was going to say, yeah. How do you make the two worlds kind of coexist, the, the touring and the bar stuff? And it just, it does, it feels like you don't really, you're not really able to. You just kind of have to see at the pants, I'm see what comes next. Literally, I mean, at the moment, it's, you know, I kind of come to realization recently that it's a bit, uh, you know, <laughs> it's a bit frustrating at my age not to have stability when it comes to that. But also, also it has a charm, you know, being like, way floating. Whatever. And if I just working. start doing yes to offers. <laughs> I mean, that's what happened. Do you want to do it? Like, Fuck it, yeah. <laughs> might as well. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, it just happening. So you know, luckily, you know, I um, I've been working at bars in Leeds for such a long time. That's kind of you know, it's I always got someone that can message if there's some shits going. You know, someone so I can pick something. The same is in Warsaw. You know, got a couple of places I can always kind of pick something temporary for you in a few days, few weeks, few months, whatever, whatever needed. Yeah, and that between tours basically, and then uh, gonna keep doing that for a little bit longer and then see what happens next. But yeah, it's uh, yeah. Yeah, it's been it's been good so far. So, what yeah. brought you to Leeds first? <laughs> Let's get into that one. That was so funny because uh, I was thinking about it today when we were talking about what we're going to talk about today. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I was like, it, it, it. Uh, my therapist didn't convince me to go dig that deep, dig deep, dig that deep into my traumas. <laughs> well, we're going there. Later. All right. We've got pajamas. I'll have a cup of tea. <laughs> Mm. So, um, like most of the pals who knows me, they kind of know this more of the more bit of a story. I kind of moved here accidentally. Okay. It was complete accident. So you know, I'm of the 
I'm, uh, I'm one of the first Poles which moved to UK after we joined European Union and oh, you know okay. the borders were open what year was that? Uh, oh, that's a good question 2004 okay wow. yeah so um, my friend uh, at the time from my hometown he kind of ended up living here for whatever reason mm. and that's why I ended up living in Leeds I kind of meant to came over just for like you know I was what was it like I was in a, I had like a few weeks uh, more than a few weeks couple of weeks uh, off uni uh, and I just meant to like come over for like a few weeks maybe a couple months that's it like maybe three yeah, months yeah. top and then that turned into six months and then that turned into 20 years almost and, then <laughs> and I'm trying to run away uh, every few years and I just keep coming <laughs> back like this okay, shit boomerang <laughs> it's, 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 Camille the shit boomerang Exactly, <laughs> Camille, the Polsky boomerang, <laughs> and it just just keep coming back. So I was yeah, like, uh, my other pal at the time lived in a Coventry, and I was like, oh, I got nothing to do for a couple of months. Might come and visit visit my friends. Just yours or mine? That's mine. That's no, it's, no learn some uh, yeah, learn some English and go back, and then uh, that turned into you know, I mean, like uh, just just years and years and years. As usual, the story of the immigrants like that. Met a girl, stick around for a little bit longer because of a girl. Girls have changed since multiple times. <laughs> Leeds, Leeds is still here. <laughs> but when you arrived in Leeds, though, how did you? What was the plan? Was there like I'm going to go to Leeds because I know a guy and absolutely no plan. Okay. It was as random as it's as it's, as, as as it could be basically. I was talking with my friend. I hated my job at the time. I hated my uni. I was just trying to, you know, I mean, do something. I was 19. No, sorry, not 19. I was 20. That was just before my 21st birthday. And I we literally from the moment me and my pal were sitting in my bedroom and having a conversation about it. Two weeks later, I was on a plane <laughs> with one-way ticket, 70 pounds in my pocket. <laughs> uh, we've, we've place to crash for a little bit. We've got a very similar story. Yeah, yeah. and literally like, and, uh, and, and absolutely like almost no English as, as well on top of that. Like my English when I come over here was like literally, yes, no, please, thank you, fuck off. Marlboro <laughs> Lights, me, still your job. Good. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> that was about it. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, get myself some barbacking job in Wilox. Because the, okay. yeah, yeah, that was my actually first first uh, job first place I was working at in a, in, a, in Leeds like yeah, the oldest yeah. oldest pub that's where Sebas is working now which is like which is so amazing listening yeah, to Seb yeah. talking about Wilox uh, a couple episodes ago <laughs> with you and then uh, like yeah uh, yeah that was my first first job I see, it's a fantastic spot that place. it's amazing yeah, it's yeah. still my, my favourite you know what I mean it's yeah. funny how like, I mean look at a lot of a uh, lot of us uh, job stealing immigrants which are falling in love with that pub you know I mean whoever is supporting us like this is absolutely amazing like this is this was made me fall in love with the British pubs. <laughs> this is why I'm going wherever I go around the world now. I was like, oh shit, I want my pub. <laughs> no, White Lock is a, it's, it's a real tall order to it's, hold up to. It's, it's beautiful. And it's, yeah. you know, when I, uh, it's all like nice and hip and fancy and, 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 and all of that these days. But when I started working there, that was like city center, you know, the manager was an ex service crew guy and shit like that. <laughs> it was a sketchy little place full of yeah, yeah. old, old folks and, uh, and a little, little sketchy characters. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that was. Uh, so from White Locks, well, how did you, uh, how long were you there for? Where did you I was there to? for like on and off, I guess. First, I think it was like a year and a half, two years. Oh, okay. Then I went back to, to Warsaw for like six months, a year. Mm. And then I moved back and I worked in Wilox for more like six months, a year again or something like that. And that was like a solid, solid chunk of my, uh, of, of, I mean, like the beginning of my list and, you know, how I kind of start meeting people as and well, everyone who I'm friends with now. You stayed bar back in there? Or? I, uh, th that was kind of like, that was funny, like how I um, 
so like yeah, I say, like from basic as hell English, I, I kind of managed to get get so quick uh, to, to 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 master that that evil language <laughs> that uh, I end up like uh, has not been I mean, supervisor on a shift like within the space of like six months. Oh, brilliant! It's it's weird. I always thought I'm I always thought I'm shit like with languages. Turn out the education system was shit. <laughs> Turn out when I'm actually forced to talk because. Uh, I have to learn the language, otherwise I'm not eating. Turn out, I'm a very smart motherfucker, <laughs> very talented. So yeah, I kind of like start uh, start uh, bar backing, then um, working behind the bar, uh, supervising. Then at some point uh, later on, I end up leaving above Ilox as well. Okay. Yeah, that was cool. Like what's tur- you know the Turks head at the end of the yes. alley. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. above that was a flat. And I used oh. to live there for like a year or so. Yeah, wow. yeah. Like you can't leave more city center. You know? that and is that was central. yeah, exactly. And that's like like fifteen plus years ago before the Trinity. So that was all these little dodgy streets and stuff like that. You know what I mean like the yeah. all the prostitutes. You know what I mean at the back, the, the dodgy alley with like lot of lot of you know. Do you know what down there, uh, down by uh, yeah, Northern Monk, weird. that Water Lane? I used to work down there around yes, two thousand four. Yeah. And yeah, it was just nothing but prostitutes down yeah, the street. Wild, it was, it yeah. was weird, like leaving an office job at five thirty on an evening yeah, yeah, yeah. and getting asked them questions just for trying to get home. Yeah, it is what it is. Well, yeah, we had like yeah, we had some yeah, had some had some characters there, <laughs> <laughs> had some stories. Yeah. So from White Locks, where did you go next? So from White Locks, um, when I was working White Locks, uh, so at the time, you know, Ultimate Skin. Yes, uh, that, yeah. So yeah, at the time, Ultimate Scheme was owned by uh, by Butch, this American guy, and he was uh, he was drinking Guinness in in Wylocks every time he was he was back in Leeds, and I was because like living between Barcelona and Leeds and all that, mm. and uh, he he offered offered me basically a job in a shop. Where, like we kind of become friends. Yeah. So I was like hang out in the pub. I was like, have you ever done any piercing before? I was like, <laughs> like kind of drunk when I was sixteen. You know what I mean? Like at some fucking shit house party. I was like, I'll send you to, to a little course. You can be a piercing in my shop. I was like, all right, cool. And, uh, and that's kind of like, yeah, start working in the shop, start hanging out with all the other bars around, get to know people, you know, uh, yeah, kind of, yeah, that's how, that's how it started. And uh, I used to hang out in Santiago's at the time as but well. But wait, you became a piercer because the guy was like... Yeah, yeah, I need a piercer, a piercer in the shop. Yeah, uh, yeah. Like, I tell you, I've got no control over my life. Shit is just happening. <laughs> it's like, all right, cool, yeah. It's <laughs> the best way to be sometimes. So uh, I had my piercing course in Widness <laughs> next to Warrington. Famously known for, uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but you know, yeah, that was that, that was fun. <laughs> so, um, so I kind of like kind of started getting you know, people hang out in all the bars, and um, I was hanging out with them guys in uh, in uh, Santiago's quite often. Mm. And then at some point, I was like, kind of my, my as well. I need some other bar job. Tired of pub. Uh, I want to work in a cool bar, <laughs> cool <laughs> things. And the Santis at the time was a. It's it's a funny thing as well. Santis at the time was like a tiki bar. <laughs> I seem to remember that. Yeah, yeah it's like yeah, it's yeah. funny. Like so many people do not remember that, and yeah. that used to be a kind of like a tiki bar. Yeah. <laughs> so I started working there, and then yeah, that was like a beginning of my of my story in hospitality in 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 Leeds and all the bars I was working at and getting to know everyone. Yeah, because I guess you could have done sort of day shifts at Ultimate uh, uh, Ultimate Skin, and then uh, and then basically I was doing yeah, so basically that's what I was doing for okay. like you know do a you know do some piercing in a, in, a, in Ultimate Skin a few times a week, then go a few some shifts do some shifts in a Wild Locks, then in Santiago, so it's kind of oh wow yeah yeah uh, yeah so that's basically basically what happened. And then yeah, it came yeah. to a point I guess where I guess Dave was like hey maybe you just maybe, be, maybe we need maybe just, yeah exactly I, I, I thought I was thinking about it today like how the hell did I get end up end up landing this job like did I 
did I was testing Dave or what? I, yeah, honestly, yeah. I have no idea. <laughs> but just, yeah. It just happens. It just times. happens. Yeah, yeah exactly. You're drunk at the time, because so. I, I definitely needed a job at the time. Uh, no, I said you were like, drunk at the time. Oh, yeah, I was. Oh, yeah, oh, definitely. Oh, yeah, man. Oh. <laughs> I, I kind of get my most of my jobs in my life because someone was drunk, <laughs> either me or someone else. <laughs> get my first job in Wilox because the uh, the manager time was absolutely Christmas shit faced when I walked in <laughs> with my CV without speaking any English. I was like, "Well, we never had a Polish guy working here before. Come tomorrow." I was like, "All right." <laughs> wow. And uh, yeah, and I think the same was story with another Dave Santiago's Dave. One of us must be very drunk. Probably both of us. I'll come <laughs> on, give me a fucking job. <laughs> uh, I definitely needed one at the time because I just moved I think it's like I think I just moved back from Poland and I did a couple months in Wilox and I was kind mm. of like didn't have enough shifts or something like that and I need something else because I remember there was a story god I was drunk a lot at the time I know there was a story when I f I think I was working Wilox and I literally like finished shift and I was walking back home drunk and I had the last 20 pounds in my pocket <laughs> and I walk into a strip club, spend it on a dance and get back home. I was like, I need a new job because I literally have no money. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> so yeah. So how long were you at Santis? Uh, so Santis, I think like on and off over a decade. Okay. Like over a decade, like, I don't know, uh, 12, 13 years. I, I can't count it, like honestly, it's... Again, drink. It's I just been exactly I mean, like it's just just so many drunk years and kind of like I never I never kept um, kept a trace of my paperwork which which put me a lot of trouble with post Brexit paperwork as well <laughs> and I can't figure it out I was like I was scrolling you know through all Instagram photos but I deleted my own Instagram I was like God damn it I moved here that was still MySpace I don't have my spice I can't figure out how long and what exactly dates I was working there and doing what so yeah. Uh, so yeah, so that was that was that was yeah, ten or so years. God, like seriously, very long time. Yeah, like on and off because I kept like I've been here for like a couple of years, then go back to Warsaw for a year, mm. then here for a few years, then move to Krakow for a year. So it's kind of like back and forward for all the all this time. So it's a uh, yeah, it's been a right adventure. It's, we'll yeah. have a little quick segue a sec. Have oh, a wet right. on this one. Yes. So what we're gonna do? Because you'd said that you were uh, attempting the severity. Yes. For a little bit. Um, yes. I've got a range of, oh, we've got some no and low alcohol fellas. Oh, yes. This first one is uh, Tuol. Tuol are based, I think, to Scandinavian. Ooh. Um, God, I'm. They are. Uh, they are based in Denmark, and this is their uh, relatively unlabeled non alcoholic IPA. They, they say, enjoy. Enjoy this delicious non-alcoholic um, beer with all its complexities, crispness, flavour. I'm enjoying it, but while it's keeping a level head. It's a bit. Um, it's a bit. Um, There's something weird there, isn't there? Yeah. It's. It tastes like f fake alcohol. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It smells the part. Uh, yeah. It smells like an IPA. It's like it's got a passion fruit or something aftertaste. It's. It's, it's a strange tasty, one. It's tasty, but it's very kind of like. I don't want to say it, but it's a bit like. Tastes like watered down beer, basically. Yeah. There's a strangeness to it, and I can't place it. But yeah. I wouldn't choose to drink that one again. Yeah. Um, so we're going to run through a whole bunch of them, like I say. Yeah. So I'll, I thought I'd just give it a quick it's shout. A, it's a good attempt of sobriety. Sobriety. That's the one. Yes. That's the, the, that's the one. That's <laughs> when we started from the shot of Jamo. <laughs> well, you know. I'm really shit uh, vegan, and I'm really shit that being teetotal. There's severity in this tradition. It's, yeah, uh, it exactly. is what it is. So we're going to go through. We've got uh, North. Brewings Peach Pale Ale. Nice. And uh, we've got Mash Gang. 
Mashgang dropped onto the scene with, I think, I believe all these guys do is no and low alcohol um, beers. Ooh, and they nice. check that can. Ah, they do love it. real sick labels. And nice. They're really pushing about out with the sorts of beers that they're doing. So I you think see, if I, I thought is that's going to be the bitch of the bunch. It does have a have a have a have a uh, skeleton skateboarding on a can. And <laughs> if I would be drinking that that morning a few years ago during pandemic when I decided to turn skateboarding again after twenty years, I wouldn't broke my elbow. <laughs> we went to skate park six so in the morning. Got, <laughs> so we got mash gang with the rad gold. That's a low alcohol uh, tropical IPA or XPA nice. zero point five percent and northern monk it wouldn't be an episode without northern monk so we've got <laughs> holy faith that is the hazy pale ale at 0.5 percent they, nice. they all say alcohol free but then it's yeah. i think it's like technically you can name it alcohol free if it's up to 0.5 or something like yeah. that which is you know fine it's a fair one and then we've got um well i was in i was in northern monk refectory just picking these up so cheers to the guys for that um, and I figured I may as well pick up their their light uh, or low ABV Striding Edge, nice. 2.8%. Nice. Oh, so that's fantastic. That at the end um, as a sort of a, let's see how it compares to the others. But yeah, yeah. we can crack on with these. Um, unfortunately, feels like two all was not for us. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, I'll, 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 I'll finish it. I'll finish it. <laughs> yes. I'm not going to waste a good beer, you know what I mean? Or a bad one. Uh, Even average one. Uh, no, that's all right. I um, I missed craft beers. Honestly, I was so excited about today as well because uh, the whole craft beer culture in Warsaw sucks dick. Oh, okay. <laughs> so what what is Warsaw uh, Warsaw about then? Uh, there is a oh man, like if, if you Warsaw, into, if Warsaw, yeah. If you into cocktails, if you into like you know like premium spirits, World like War cocktails, holy shit! <laughs> that's that's amazing. But the craft beer, craft beer culture sucks. There's literally like few breweries, and the beers are really good. Like the quality, they, they taste as hell. They are amazing. But it's literally like few breweries. There's not much choice. The biggest, uh, the biggest company there basically start getting this very weird rule. It's kind of like ask bars or demand bars not to sell other brands of craft beer and stuff oh like that. God. So it's like, are you fucking kidding me? I think it's like, this is the whole point of this, of this beer culture, you know what I mean? I like, one of my favorite aspects of, because um, I was yeah. kind of semi-involved in that stuff, and yeah. it's like my favorite thing was seeing just how basically kind of like the hardcore scene was in the, the UK craft brewing scene. Yeah. You know, there's a few, there's a few okay. motherfuckers, there's a few people that we just, you don't talk yeah. about, like yeah. the brew dogs of the world, what have you. But, yeah, um, <laughs> the middle world war. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, but like totally across the board, um, everyone is cool as fuck with each other. These big ass companies, they exactly. are genuinely fucking lush with each other. Yes. We, we've like, because I've, I'd be working the refectory when um, Northern Monk would have, say, a brew day with another brewery. Yeah. And just seeing how just these people that are technically direct competitors working work together, together, you know, you and you'd kind of feel like there might be an element of like um, a gritted teethedness of just, oh, we're going to pretend like we're all on the same team here. Time and again, it was it was always fucking nothing but good times. You got to tell, that's the thing. Like that's how you build, you know, community. That's how you yes. build a business and all that stuff. You know, people um, just don't realize that. But you've got to be nice. Exactly. At the end of the day. What's the point? Like, you know, I remember it was like um, there was a um, there was like a first, I guess first, I don't know, a vintage shop in Grand Arcade years and years ago next to Santis, and there was this lady. I don't remember her name now. Oh, I don't remember her name, but um, oh. It was, it was. Was it like near L the Lorna? Shop? Might be. I, I don't know. Don't want. Don't want to guess. But anyway, I do check because like, like there was 
few more shops start opening everywhere. People ask, oh, you're not worried, you got competition. It's like, no, the more shops around are open, the more people are going to come in from yeah, York, from Manchester to do the shopping in Leeds. Uh, like, that's amazing. Saying, uh, a rising a rising tide lifts all boats. Lifts all the boats, exactly. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And you know, yeah. uh, and it was also always like a, a thing which I learned in Leeds, like how the bars used to work, how we have like a little community. Since I remember from the, from mm. the day zero working, you know, when uh, there was still, like when I started working Santis, it was Santiago's Mojo Reform. Sandinista yes. and North Bar, that was, that's it. There was nothing else there. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and the fact that we like kind of work together made the part of a town, you know, it's so much better. This part of Leeds is just like, you know, amazing. The Marion you know, Street, we were saying last week more with, and uh, more bars. With yeah. Jim that like the top end right now, because you've got like the sort of wax, yeah. uh, wax, Grindouth, North, North Salah. Yeah, yeah ex exactly. And Salabar, sorry, I forgot about Salabar. Salabar. Yeah, 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 wax didn't exist at the time. There was North Bar and Salabar. And what's wax like was a salad at the though, time. Marion yeah. Street is ridiculous now. It's, it's, it's like they've got the uh, the bank holiday shenanigans next weekend as well. And I yeah, I just, remember them. Yeah, just yeah. yeah, consistently fucking great down there. That's the thing. Yeah, you yeah. know, I mean, it's kind of any not used to be like that years ago. So mm. I mean, like working together, being pals, you know, making this little community made it better. You know, what I mean, so that's that's the same. I can imagine with the craft beers. Watching how everyone is working, you know, I mean, in Leeds and all the little breweries, I mean, like helping each other hang out, like amazing, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, so I mean, that, it's yeah. the way it's got to be. Um, but I don't know. You can't really tell a business that they've got to be friendly with the, com the competition if they're not feeling. If they don't feel, I think it's like you know. I think like uh, that might change in Warsaw. You know, it's it, there's some good beers, but it's like it's just not. It's not as amazing and massive as it's in Leeds. You like, you know, walk into any bar and you've got yeah. twenty different cans from different countries and breweries and everything. I'm like, I will not have this one. I will not have this one. <laughs> it's like you can actually uh, try try it something different every every day. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, bit, yeah. And this is the uh, the peach effort. Um, mm. So you did end up back in Warsaw. Yeah. What? Because I know it was during lockdown. Uh, you were in Leeds at the beginning of lockdown. Yes. Uh, I think I only saw you... I saw you, like, we hung out once at yours, and then I saw you on the canal with Dave, I think, one time. Might be. Yeah. Mike, sorry, Mike. Mike, yeah, 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 yes, yes, we yeah, 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 oh, shit. Yeah, uh, yeah. But yeah, so we, we, I didn't really see you. I was walking the canals every fucking day in lockdown. Yeah. But, uh, so, yeah, you ended up back in Warsaw. I ended up back in Warsaw. Uh, so basically, what happened in pandemic was um, when you're employed, you're getting your 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 help from the government during pandemic. When you're self-employed, you're getting your help, but it's uh, your last three years uh, of your income yeah, as a yeah. self-employed and all that stuff. My problem was I started touring three years before pandemic, so my income for the first couple of years was a joke basically I was I mean, getting by so when I get all the all the money during pandemic uh, uh, I end up with 800 pounds something which meant to last me for three months while my rent was 400 some 400 or something at the time including bills because my landlord raised the rent <laughs> yeah. yeah during pandemic absolute scumbag uh, that's that's yeah How, what radicalized you Camille I don't know <laughs> but uh so I, uh, so I kind of like end up you knowing with no money, absolutely fucked unemployed. I was doing some random, random jobs and everything. Uh, Help my friends selling flowers at a, you know, I mean, at a, at a, at the market on a, on a, on a brigade. Uh, helping people moving locally. That was a, what's it called? Hyde Park Christmas time when everyone yeah, was moving. I saw you with the van guy. Because I was yeah, a man yeah. with the van little, for, for a little bit. I was just doing that? just random things, just anything to get by. 
And I basically like ran out of money. So I thought like, all right, I'm going back to Warsaw for at least a couple months or a few months because, uh, you know, life is slightly cheaper there. Mm. And I, uh, you know, had a place to crash for free and stuff like that as well. So yeah. I was like back there for, for, for a little bit. Uh, that didn't go as planned because I didn't go back to Leeds after a few months. And I was basically end up staying there now. It's been like a year and a half, two years. Uh, and you were working in a pizza spot. And I end up working, yeah, I end up working in this pizza place, which is... Uh, it yes. seems really cool. It's like a really nice gang there. It's, uh, it's absolutely amazing. Like the place is... What's it is, called? It's called Pizzaiola. Pizzaiola. Pizzaiolo. It's uh, Pizzaiolo is Italian. Apparently, the, the pizza chef, the the, the, the man, the man uh, behind the behind all behind the pizzas. And uh, yeah, it's a cool place. I was yeah, it's kind of like a. I took Seb there, so you know Seb being oh, absolutely yeah. amazing chef. He said that like, he he never had a pizza like that in his life, and it's it's okay. it's absolutely mind blowing. It's the two pals of mine which uh, I used to work with in a bars in Warsaw. God damn, how many years ago? They opened this. Uh, they started from like a little kind of, you know, very continental way, bike shop and a pizza and coffee kind of a vibe. Mm. And then, uh, and then uh, later on, they opened this place. And it's, um, it's no Neapolitan pizza, but everything is done to like extreme, extreme quality and, and everything is just amazing. Every single cheese uh, is coming from this little teeny tiny family run farm. So everything's just like <laughs> extremely good quality. Yeah. It's, I, I don't know the de- details exactly, but it's kind of like a, I think she's Polish. He is from Italy, coming from the same kind of dairy farm background family. So they're running this little dairy farm in outside Warsaw. So like, if you know, like Italian cheese, the burrata, apparently the youngest you can get is like four days in a shop, the freshest. Our was two days. Uh, when, you know, when they make tomato sauce, it's you made it with hands. There's no blenders used. Yeah. Every hands to be, you know, it's, it's yeah, it's, 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 un- it's little things like that. People don't realize if you, if you do it with the machine, if the seeds get knocked up, it, it adds a bitterness to it. small things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know the details of it, but it's kind of, kind of funny. It's like um, one of the, our main pizza yellow, we kind of, uh, we pick some delivery for him like one morning. I was like, what the fuck is that? It's like, it's big, you know, big box heavy as well. There was like three brick sized books about pizza. He's an absolute magician, you know, and I had, a, had some uh, training with him, was like explaining, I was like, oh, like, uh, it's such and such chemistry behind this. And it's like, if it's uh, up to whatever, 74 degree for 25 seconds and this, and like everything is just so complicated and amazing. <laughs> and he knows that shit. <laughs> I mean, it's like, and you, it's like you brewing green, t- uh, green tea. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like me being very, very, yeah, very uh, posh with my green tea these days. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so, so like, it's absolutely insane. It's a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful food. Same as with cocktails, like uh, nothing nothing there is, is bold kind of thing. If it's like some kind of cordial, it's going to be homemade. Mm. And it's like up to inc- insane standards. And it's, uh, it's funny to watch it as well, because like when I moved to Leeds and I started working at cocktail bars, all the cocktails in Leeds were like so much better. Now it's kind of moved. Like I oh, ne- okay. the bottles I've seen on the back bars in Warsaw, I haven't seen anything like it ever. And it's insane. And uh, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, so yeah, so that's a, that's a, that's a pizza place. And uh, become, because of things like that, the details and how they were running it, kind of become the, the most popular place in Warsaw, like literally like nice. six months in and people were queuing for like hour, two hours to get a table for a pizza <laughs> and a drink. I'm like, you motherfuckers. And, uh, and because, you know, because uh, cause like, uh, I'm good at talking shit and uh, <laughs> for hours and, uh, and all of that, I, uh, they hired me as a host. So I had oh. to handle this, you know, 50 people in a queue every day, kind of a vibe, losing my voice. It was literally like, 
Christmas, I lost my voice after <laughs> December. Like I, I couldn't talk for a week. <laughs> it was just so busy all the time. But the place is amazing. This is really tasty. I'm not into it. It's a little thin for me. A little sour as well. Uh, no, I'm, I'm a fan of the sours, but it's yeah. for me, it's just um, <clears throat> the peach is definitely there. It's uh, on, the, on the nose yeah. and the taste, but it's just, I, uh, yeah. just feels like, yeah. it's like when you have a, um, when you said about the cordial or squash. Like, yeah. It's like a squash, but there, was, there isn't enough of the, yeah. the actual flavor contingent. I might just be smoking too much, you know what I mean? I can't <laughs> oh, well, that's, 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 like that's two against one, right? We've got yeah. two against yeah. one. Yeah, it's we're feeling this. It's all good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it is what it is. Yeah. But yes, yeah, so you're so in Warsaw. You so work, I'm in Warsaw. So I'm working work in, in a place. You yeah. work in the pizza spot. Yeah, and you know, because I, you know, after years of you know getting my um, getting my hospitality experience in Leeds, <laughs> talking shit to randomers for hours, uh, they kind of hired me there, and I was basically my job was standing and talking to people. So when they're hungry and, and and all of that stuff, they they're gonna calm the hell down. <laughs> and uh, you know, and uh, so yeah, so that's basically that was my job for 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 quite a while. So. What I wanted to touch on as well yeah. is there was a, a brief situation we've been dealing with recently in the Ukraine. Oh yeah, that that thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, um, yeah, <laughs> that was this brief fling I had. <laughs> yeah. Um, so war breaks out in the Ukraine, and obviously huge humanitarian um, balls up. Yeah. And it is what it is. Yeah. Um, basically, it seemed like every neighbouring nation was taking in all of the refugees they could. Yeah. And then further out, and it is what it is. But um, you then ended up kind of running what seemed to be aid missions into <laughs> a war zone, playing a playing a shit so, Han Solo. <laughs> so, <laughs> take, taking the sort of the um, taking, I guess, the sort okay. of your, your driving pass. So it's a yes. Grabbing the wh where did the van come from? Um, so this is the basic the 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 the, the story like last. Uh, Everything which which comes like me working a pizza place, traveling US and all that, it all comes to basically this uh, this story as well. So basically, so uh, when the war started, uh, there's about sixty of us, and with Poland obviously being a neighboring, ne literally next yeah, door, yeah, one of the neighboring <coughs> countries, yeah, exactly. So when the war started uh, in a pizza place, there's about uh, there was about sixty of us working together, which twenty of us were from Ukraine and Belarus. Yeah, so that was a that was a very dark, uh, very dark uh, night. You know, it's like uh, that kicked in. Like we all, we all kind of, even on your, on your day off, you kind of, you know, we all went to went to back to work, kind of, you know. Yeah. You not you don't even talk. You know, we kind of just stare at each other. It's like, all right, have a have a shot. Don't talk too much, and you know, watching, you know, um, watching your pals getting, you know, in the, the houses bombed in real life. It's a bit, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's it's something, and then. Um, so the guys who own the place, they basically, they have another business um, uh, basically related to uh, bikes, okay. cycling and all that stuff. They all, they all, they all massive into cycling. Uh, you know, one of the boys cycle, one of the costs of US one as a holiday and stuff like that. They, they love this yeah. kind of stuff. They, they, they like the boys in the Lycras and all that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and then, so they have a van, basically. They grabbed the van, uh, went to Ukraine to grab the families of the staff, basically, to safety. Okay. And uh, and I said, look, I, you know, I kind of, you know, I had a, uh, I have experience driving, driving vans for, for hours and all that stuff. And also got, kind of got, you know, fuckled to lose, really, after the pandemic. I was like, you know, my as well. And, you know, um, 
uh, yeah. And I was like, come on, I've got a couple of days off next week. If there's anything to do, just give me a shout. And the boss said, well, if you want to go, uh, grab a van. Uh, there's a warehouse somewhere in Warsaw. Go there, grab the blankets, grab whatever they, they got for you. Go to border. Mm-hmm. Deliver that to, to to like all the charities which running running everything there, which which was just the, the, the weirdest, the most chaotic, the most the most insane thing I ever ever witnessed. Uh, but yeah, so I arrived there, uh, did that. I was like, wow! Like took me took, took me a good couple hours of sitting in advance, like cigarette after cigarette. Like, wow, this is this is dark. And I was uh, middle of a winter as well. Well, that was uh, what February February wasn't February. Yeah. It was February. February yeah. yeah. And uh, so, you know, this part of the world is getting cold as hell. Yes. Yeah. So basically what I was doing first few days, like these two days turn into five days, basically. And I was uh, and I was basically going like a couple miles into uh, into Ukraine. Uh, there was a massive queue. I mean, a couple miles long, few miles long of like hundreds, thousand, depends on a part of a day and a week of people, mostly obviously women and children trying to cross the border. <coughs> but then um, crossing a border takes few hours because there's so many people so basically what we're doing is just go to the border pick as many people as you can put in a in the back of a van and like 10 15 18 depends you know uh, some you know yeah and I uh, take them to the first uh, to the first uh, refugee camp on a Polish border so at least someone go and look after them there they got some food hot food you know and place to to crash and stuff like that uh, so basically so that's basically that's that's that was the very first plan and uh and I've messaged, and that's 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 where Leeds comes to comes to the rescue. And I really did not want it to make it social media public. I was like, I did not want it. I just want to. I I used to be right social media horror before pandemic, and then I this then I realized how evil evil that sp- that thing is, and I kind of didn't want to use it at all. But um, but so I sent like a few messages, like a private message to my friends. I said, look, guys, this is what I'm doing. If you want to chip in some money. Uh, for diesel because I'm paying off my pocket, you know, uh, yeah, here's a, here's a chance to help out. And uh, there was a lot of pals like, come on, make it fucking public, make it fucking public. We've got some files, blah, 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 blah. It's like, I don't want it, I don't want it, like, do it. I was like, ah, oh, fuck it, I did it. And within a space of like two weeks, we made collectively between all the pals, we made like 15 grand. Wow. And that was the wildest, uh, experience in my fucking life. My phone was red all the time. I'm <laughs> driving and my phone's like constant notification from PayPal and Instagram, PayPal and Instagram. And uh, and the first couple of days were just absolutely insane. Absolutely yeah. insane. So many pi- so many people. And uh, it literally, <laughs> uh, helper's high is a real thing. Literally cured my depression in a way. <laughs> uh, well, I literally, it's like the, the, most, the most uplifting story ever, basically what happened, because yeah. you know, it's a very weird perspective because, you know, I'm there and uh, from uh, my friend's perspective in Leeds and my friends in US as well, which is like, another part of a story which I can tell in a, in a minute, it's like, it kind of looks a bit different. But like when I'm in Warsaw, like everyone is helping. So I'm kind of like, I'm no one fucking special there. Yeah, yeah. And it's a bit weird, like, you know, so my landlady give me a discount when she find out I'm going to Ukraine. So I mean, what because were you she was helping doing? What was that, sorry? So you, you got the... You, you did the initial run. You were there for like five days, t- uh, taking people yeah. to the border and what have you, to the refugee camps. You come back to Warsaw. Yes. This big funding spree just lands just on you. Spread, yeah. So. And what yeah. what was what was the money aside from diesel? Where was that? Where that money go? And how how did uh, you use it? Uh, how long how long were you doing <coughs> work for? So we managed to do it. Uh, we managed to do it for August. I guess like a few months. 
it was very wild because it's a uh, you know none of us ever did anything like it in our lives we you're all working work at bars this and you also work in a pizza job Ex exactly I mean, yeah, we yeah. all just like it all started from the um, uh, boys who run the pizza place the owners uh, owner of another venue in Warsaw called uh, called Plan B and there was a and they, there was another place called Raketa there was another owner they kind of started doing that you know like doing some crowdfunding because uh, they all have a lot of stuff working working on the venues from Ukraine Belarus and they also you know okay, just yeah. fucking decent yeah, people yeah, yeah. you know what I mean uh, so you know so they start doing that and I just kind of you know uh, jump on board because I had experience with driving and all of that and uh, so that kind of turned into like a few months adventure 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 is not exactly the best word really but you know it's a uh, it's funny to talk about it when you don't want to you know yeah it's, it's it's a weird one yeah anyway yeah it's been a so we start doing that and it's like none of us had any experience we kind of didn't know what what we exactly doing how to do it but uh boys after the first couple of runs managed to get some contacts there so we had a little warehouse somewhere where we can store the things we we delivering so uh, what were you delivering um them? depends what we could get uh, we basically decided that if we're gonna splash all this money quickly on uh, on something like I don't know, let's say tourniquets or whatever, or uh, first aid things, whatever, something it doesn't matter, you know what I mean, or sleeping bags, whatever. Yeah. This money gonna go really, really short. But then uh, there was a lot of other uh, people which are organizing uh, actual things, and we could organize shifting that. So the money was going to diesel. We managed to pay for a truck of uh, uh, clothes and, and equipment and all that from Scotland, actually. Oh, wow. I was one of the boys who was on the border. It was very weird how the networking was working there. It's like, it's, it's like the charity networking on the border was insane. Like, I, we worked like, I did talk with someone in like from Canada, from US, from, from Spain, from Italy, from all over the world. Uh, but yeah, guys met, some of the, met someone uh, on the border said oh I live in uh, in Scotland and I'm just trying to organize some 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 more deliveries like things we can organize so we so we contacted him so well, look we can cover the diesel you bring the stuff and we kind of like doing oh, things wow. like that yeah, so yeah, it's kind yeah. of like we could we could buy clothes or you things whatever like an agent but that we, we would else, do it yeah. for like a week or two and that's it money gone whatever so it's that with the money we've got it's too much to just waste it like waste it like go on a one go but if we do it smart we can deliver things for other people so the money goes longer it's a longer longer term different kind of help yeah so uh you know my friend is um she works as a babysitter for this couple from uh from uh belgium living in warsaw and they're both doctors so they organize medical equipment like yeah. the actual surgical equipment like yeah, you know yeah. for the you know for your broken limbs and shit like that so she organized that we organized the van with the money for diesel, then some extra, did some, I don't know, did some food shopping for, I don't know, some kind of refugee camp or something. And we just packed the van, go wherever we could, had a, had a, had a place to stay, had a, had a warehouse to store the things, and we just keep taking turns. I was going one week, I had a couple of stuff, like then someone else was going the other week, just keep taking turns. And uh, yeah, yeah, it's... Uh, what was the American connection? It's basically kind of like, you're meeting people and you just start talking like, all right, what do you make? It's like, also, you know, uh, my thing was well, because like, you know, after years of living in UK with me speaking English better than Polish sometimes, yes. you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I, was, I was kind of, I was always happy to talk with anyone foreign on a border. And that's how I end up, you know, there was this guy from, uh, from Canada, uh, which my friends somehow know him. I don't know, whatever, like, you know, but you meet someone like, and uh, he used to be a sniper in Afghanistan Fuck. and shit like that. 
and he's like he's got some he's got some horrible story when it comes to like wars and all that and he's a he's a veteran and he gets some he had, yeah, he had some PTSD and something he had some horrible story there was a doc let's say I don't want I don't want to tell his story too much but basically there was a documentary about him on a Canadian TV because he was one of the like the only survivor of like attack in Afghanistan something like that very wild okay so he basically I think he's got some business in Canada so uh, he kind of you know packed his stuff and uh, you know moved to move to move to move to Ukrainian Polish border for oh, a few geez, months helping out but yeah so there's like a lot of things like that you know yeah, and also yeah. um, uh, what really like I when I started doing that I said uh, like on, online I said like I don't want to I don't want to get some likes you know in telling the grim stories and you know just to you know make it more popular but i was like i'm gonna try to make it a bit more positive so i was trying to share to things share things like that and uh and kind of work and i get like contacted with so many people and uh you know uh, my friend from austin from 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 texas justin starts sharing the my instagram story as well mm. and uh so there were so many people like contacting me it was, like no mutual friends whatsoever like yeah. man I'm from fucking whatever Minnesota <laughs> I, don't, I don't know whatever yeah, like yeah. Uh, fucking, oh god where was there there was definitely someone from Portland Oregon or like like places like wild places yeah. my friend from uh, lives in Korea someone from Australia and like people like start sharing that like random strange people messaging me on Instagram like man I've seen your story I'm sending you money I'm a tattooist in Portland I'm selling merch to you I mean do this and that well it was, a th it was like and then um, it yeah. was the situation transcended the politics it was like it was it was a thing but then it was the the humanitarian aspect that it's, everyone saw it was insane it was yeah. absolutely beautiful you know like I kind of you know it was straight after pandemic it was straight after my like absolutely horrendous depression I went through during pandemic you know it's like I mean like fully shit and suicidal and all of that stuff and then uh, so I can when I start doing that and I kind of start posting on Instagram like friends in Leeds who help out everyone who amount of people who are getting in touch getting involved I was like you've got this like feeling of community in that shit and uh, and it was absolutely the most like insane experience to watch how humans can get together when the shit hits the fan. Yeah. It's shame we're not getting good together when the shit is not hitting the fan. To be honest, <laughs> it's shame it takes. You know what I mean? It takes the genocide and uh, to, to you know what I mean. To, to, <laughs> to people go like, all oh, right, we might should do something. You know what I mean? Uh, but it was, you know, like yeah. um, they were like, I mean, Emily in Salabar organized the bingo night. Uh, I saw that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Someone in. Uh, uh, oh God. Uh, Oh my God, uh, Fiona, uh, who runs some shows in the pub when I used to work sometimes during pandemic. Again, I forgot the name. Dave Nelson used to run it. Uh, not God, God, God. See, that's another. That's, that's another. That's a alcohol, drugs, yeah, memory. <laughs> anyway, she organized the show there, so I, you know, uh, get some like local bands to play. So there were, like so many friends in Leeds and like people from, like you know from the tattoo world. Uh, from the bars, from the hospitality, like get in touch and organize all kind of help. <coughs> it was absolutely insane. Yeah. Um, Santiago's, I think, organized something. No, I think Santiago didn't work out at the end. I think Chess was trying to organize something. Uh, yeah, it was, it was. It was absolutely, absolutely crazy. Yeah, I believe. I believe uh, Jess better is uh, better than the rest. Yes, I yeah. believe that's yeah, what yeah, I've heard. Yeah, 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 yeah. What's it called? Claire from uh, Black Crown. Uh, John's wife Claire Tattooist oh, she, she, yeah, 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 yeah. she ended up selling badges with her design for, for that so that was like it was, it was absolutely insane to watch people 
get involved, you know, like especially then you can, you know, you can kind of sit on your ass, do nothing, yeah. and people get like, oh shit, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll, help, I'll help, help, help out. And that was like very wild experience as well, because I hated using social media, as I mentioned. But I kind of realized every time I post a photo of my fucking face in Ukraine, someone sends fucking 20 bucks or 20 dollars yeah. or 20 yen or whatever different currency. I was like, ah, shit. <laughs> so, so basically that's, that's, that's what happened. Well, kind of, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's been a, it's been a, it's been a, it's been a, yeah, it's been a ride. Yeah, that's, that's it's, yeah. A, it's a fantastic story. Though. Yeah, you know, I kind of, it's, it's weird because like, you know, from, from <laughs> in 2022, I went the further east and the further west I've ever been in my life <laughs> from Kiev to Los Angeles in a space of like nine months. <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's a weird experience. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Um, it's a hell of a way to uh, turn that depression around, but I guess... It was it was it was a dark period for a lot of us, and oh, I think especially in hospitality. I think absolutely. If, if you've got like a certain lifestyle that you have, yeah, and then suddenly it's kind of pulled away, and you've got the lives that we all had during that time. You just lost, man. Like, yeah, it's honestly like um, that's another absolutely amazing thing about the, the pizza place I was working at, and uh, God bless Satan, bless the, the owners, but uh, they end up paying for my therapy, and basically oh, wow. it literally took me therapy to go through. Uh, living leads during pandemic. I honestly, I was, I was so heartbroken. There was already so much shit going on. And then like mm. pandemic, losing your job. Uh, you know, I was a massive workaholic, like living on a, um, living on adrenaline all the time, being in a road tour or, or, be, or, or busy bars and stuff like that. And you're just sitting on your ass and you got nothing to do. And all of us were like in an extremely bad situation. You know, what you're just mm. friends, you know, losing their minds uh, or health, you know, and then uh, everyone was just, completely lost what to do with themselves. You know, should I stick around? Should I stick to the absolutely dumb roles with fucking Bojo, FFL, Ding Dong Johnson is, is trying to give, which, you know, uh, which meant to keep us safe, but he's an idiot because we can't trust him, you know? <laughs> yeah. uh, I was, you know, I had my COVID really, I had it like really bad. Like, I, was yeah, super, I, I mean, I, I kind of, uh, I personally saw it as Warsaw yeah. was kind of what your, essentially what was, the savior moment. You this is just basically you needed yeah. to just. It was. It, it was. Yeah. It was survival. You know. I mean, basically, yeah, this yeah, is the yeah. only chance. Like, I'm gonna. Yeah. Let's. Yeah. Uh, yeah, got a place to crash for free. Like back on a sofa surfing again for love of God. <laughs> I mean, I've been doing that for 20 years. I'm, I'm, I'm 40 now. Can I please never do it again? <laughs> but I did that for a year. But uh, but you know, yeah, it's, it, it was wild. Yeah. I think um, there's. It's, a, it's been something I've seen across hospitality for as long as I've been involved, uh, yeah. people with their mental health issues. Because um, yeah. I think obviously drink plays a big part of our lives in that, that world. Um, but I think it's, it's, uh, it's, it's, we're all, I think most people in that industry are quite young as well. And you're learning how to exist in the world. Yeah, exactly. And it feels like if you're making mistakes in those situations, plus there's booze, it's going to be a lot of like sort of just this anxieties in the mix and big time. Yeah, it's an I mean, absolute hotbed of mental health, unaddressed mental health issues. I absolutely love this job, absolutely love this industry, and I had I regret nothing in my life. <laughs> I regret absolutely nothing, but then, uh, but holy shit, twenty years, like almost twenty years. Uh, behind the bar when you're working nights, which is extremely unhealthy yes. for you already. Yeah, yeah. You're surrounded by alcohol. And uh, I was, 
I was extremely late to drugs, luckily for me, because I was always proud for years at the beginning of Santiago, so I was still working with like Paul and John T. And some of them guys were kind of proud for not touching, you know what I mean, the marching powder. Yeah. But we were still staying up till 7 a.m. because you finish work at 4 and you're drinking because where else are you going to socialize? And um, so it's alcohol, it's drugs, it's unsocial hours. You only see your friends in a loud, busy environment. Uh, you, your friends coming to see you on Friday night. You don't have a chance to talk because it's loud and you have like this constant, you're friends, but you don't have time to even talk and stuff like that. Yeah, it's constantly yeah. like, all right, shots. And you're kind of building your, uh, your relation on, sh on, ship, on shots and, uh, shots and, and, and cans. Uh, and then you know, so the only time you can actually talk is after work or a quiet Sunday, Monday night. So you kind of end up hanging out in the bars, getting drunk again. And that definitely does not help mental health at yeah. all. You know, we were all, <laughs> I mean, when you think, you know. I think um, uh, the b -b 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 White Fox talking. White, yes. Uh, Charlie, Charlie, Charlie yes. Charlie Jameson Leeds. <laughs> it's a. Uh, yeah, I, yeah I've, I've not really uh, delved too much into their show, but I've been looking at the content and giving the occasional show a listen. Absolutely. And, I believe the entire premise of their show is mental, mental health. Mental health, yes. Yeah, yeah, mental but health. It's definitely. And it's definitely, think of, yeah. Isn't, he's, um, that lad kind of really got into the, the wilderness type stuff, just getting out into... Rock climbing and all of that. Yeah, because I'd seen he's been, he'd been dragging a lot of hospitality people out over the years, hadn't he? Previously. Charlie was a, you know, Charlie was a doorman for for many, 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 many years in Leeds. You know, I mean, all the hedonist, mojo, was, wax or... Do you remember a night... In Mojo, yeah, where <laughs> was he? On, was he on the door that night? I, uh, that, that depends which night, because there was a lot of nights in Mojo which uh, we should not talk about in public. <laughs> we'll leave that one, but I'm pretty sure when I, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, he was. I, I might, I might owe him an apology, but <laughs> 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 but uh, yeah. And regardless, um, I'd say uh, a biggie if you're in the industry and you've got those sort of. Even if you don't feel like you have the mental health concerns, but you've maybe got some anxieties or whatever it is, uh, White Fox talking, I would definitely recommend checking that out because um, they they really do seem to be doing some good things in the scene. So definitely, yeah, I know Charlie just definitely just 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 recently did a marathon for a charity as well. And it seems yeah, to be like he's yeah, he did the uh, and I, the Rob Burrows marathon recently. Yes, yes, yeah. Like I really admire shit like that these days. You know what I mean? Like we all, we all have a bunch of wasters for all these years. You know what I mean? And now, now uh, ironically, that that pandemic and the the, the shit show of the shit show of the world we're living at the moment kind of make a lot of us, you know, being to that. We're having a midlife crisis during during <laughs> during basically world collapsing on you know what I mean on our watch. So you know, uh, capitalism promised me a motorbike and a fucking Porsche, and all I have is a skateboard and a fucking podcast. <laughs> And it's a it's a thing now, like you know, we kind of like we all kind of decide. So many friends stop drinking, stop doing this, doing that, doing better things. And Charlie, I again, yeah, talk with him. You know, he's got some he got some story about mental health and how he get to this point in his life when he started looking after it and how how his adventure went. And it's 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 really motivating. It's yeah, it's, it's yeah. something. I know there's a little short video about him somewhere on the internet how he get into the wildness and how that helped him deal with his PTSD and mental health, uh, you know, and it's it's very important. Like, it's it's amazing, you know, I say, like, for me, that was the helper's high. For someone else, it's, it's the wildness. For someone else, it's whatever. But uh, it's a thing which I absolutely admire that we all start talking about it. And, yeah, you know, for me, it's punching children. 
Oh yeah, man. Oh man, I still can't stand that. Yeah, well, like I, I can't stand children, basically. Yeah, I yeah. punch no. children and all, all the anxiety. <laughs> it helps. The anxiety. It helps. You know what I mean? They, they my size. <laughs> I can't fight anything bigger. So I just look at I'm going to uh, suggest we have a little wee sup on this one because I'm, I'm, I want to crack that mash gang. I'm really fucking wanting yeah. to. Um, but yeah, this is uh, Northern Monks 0.5. Holy faith. Holy faith. Mm. It's a, it's a cracking looking fella. Nice. It smells the part. Look. It's an IPA. It's an IPA. Mm -hmm. That's the thing, like non-alcoholic beers are absolutely delicious, but they kind of got this watered down thing. I tell you. I always say, as long as you think of it more as a watery beer. Exactly. I, I mean, a beery water. Yes, you know? yeah, 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 yeah. I have this, um, I pick some shifts now and then in this bar in Warsaw, and uh, it's a small little place, like half size of wax, and it's a tiny little place. Wow. No, no, no one but locals, basically. Yeah. But we have a non-alcoholic gin, and it tastes like gin-flavored water. <laughs> but uh, when I'm... When I'm trying not to drink at all, that's my shot. I'm like, ah, oh, shit. And I was just laughing that uh, I don't miss being, being drunk. I don't miss drinking. That's the first, that's the, the biggest amount of non-alcoholic beers I, I had. I usually drink water nowadays. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, but what's it called? I would kill for a 100% flavored non-alcoholic Jameson's. I would kiss someone in a testicle if they would come out with that. <laughs> I mean, a reasonably priced because I miss the flavor of the <laughs> devil's piss, same regrets and man's broken dreams. <laughs> I mean, what are you saying on this one then? That's really cool as well. They just all really good because I, I like the I like the easy drinking beers. Okay. I'm um I'm weird because uh, I work in a hospitality for such a long time and I supposed to have an amazing taste to things, but I also uh, have a have a absolutely no uh, no taste boots basically <laughs> and uh, and I appreciate good beer or good wine or whatever but also you give me Heineken and I'm happy you give me easy drinking IPA and my happy this is like my favorite like usually when I go to bar nowadays I order beer I'm like just easy drinking IPA that's my thing so love it sick also I never had anything bad from from Northern Monk as well so so yeah <laughs> they're pretty fucking good as breweries go I'm not I gotta be honest feeling that one um, yeah. I think uh, that's that one yeah yeah um, oh it's, I think skateboarding one as you say it's just it's uh, just felt a bit like a watered down beer for me it's tasty but it's kind of yeah they just I, I don't know anything about process of making non-alcoholic yeah I was wanting to I'll have to chase somebody on that just I think I've seen something on your post as well yeah, yeah like yeah. how the hell do you even do this it's yeah exactly like, how like, you can make it just a little bit more like beer <laughs> just, just a little bit because <laughs> I think with uh, with caf uh, decaffeinated coffee don't they like heat it or something to <sighs> there's, a, there's a process you can do to get rid of the caffeine I think it's just yeah. literally just processing it, the like vaporizing it. And yeah, then, yeah, then yeah. Just uh, oh, oh, straight away. This looks, yeah. This mm. is going to be the one. Just from the Love look it. of it, I can yeah. see it's got that body that maybe I was wanting. Uh, 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 let's find it. We got so many glasses. Oh, we will, we'll do it. We'll Good. Do it legit. We've got. We've um, got a lot to talk to and a lot of a lot, <laughs> of, a lot yeah. of cans to go through. <laughs> there we go. So if you were to look ahead, say six months time what do you reckon you're going to be doing absolutely no idea <laughs> absolutely no idea um i am um, i'm potentially potentially i'm dreaming i might have a first offer to actually go on tour in us on um it's the 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 
the funny story about me being back on tour, mm. back touring is again, again, it's back on uh, on the Ukraine help. And, uh, oh, so, of course, yeah. all these contacts now. That's the thing. And like one day I get an email last year, I got someone got an email, say, like, hey man, uh, I've heard you used to tour manage. I've got a band from Texas coming for the first time to Europe. Do you wanna, do you wanna work with them? Uh, I was like, oh, I got your email from Scotty. And I was like, I have no fucking idea who Scotty is. I'll take a job anytime. <laughs> I mean, and turn out Scotty was the guy who follows me on Instagram because of the of the of the of the Ukraine help. So it's like, if I don't believe in karma, but my God, if that isn't karma, then I don't know what is. Yeah. So I um, I worked with these guys last year. They never been to Europe before, so that was an absolute adventure to show them uh, show the bunch of bunch of cowboys <laughs> uh, the, the continental way and uh, the old old world eh, way. And uh, we work again last last month, and uh, we had like an official conversation that maybe if they can uh, if they can afford it, if they can afford me, if they can uh, try to you know I mean if we can manage to get a visa for me. Oh, of course, yeah. So yeah, I could yeah. I, I could go and work. Was finally this get Charlie Crockett? No, no. But uh, the loss who hooked me up with this with his traveling. Yeah. He I met him working with Charlie Crockett a few years ago. That's okay. Uh, you had worked with Charlie, though. Yeah, 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 I did. Yeah, yeah. it's wild, man. It's wild because we did tour in Europe. First one was supporting JD, my person. So like shows for like I guess I remember correct like more or less five hundred people, something like that. Sometimes two hundred, sometimes eight. Yeah. And then um, yeah, a few months later, Charlie came over again to do uh, his solo tour, and we played like small shows up to hundred people, I guess if I remember correctly. And uh, that's how I met Loss, who, who, yeah, who is a part of my American American adventure. But uh, but uh, they don't work together now. But Charlie now is doing. He's selling a fucking stadiums. So you took you. It's, it's massive. I landed so you, in. You did the tours in Europe with him. You did the tours in the UK with him. Yes. And yeah. you were driving, or and I was just I was just driving, and Loss was tour managing. But because Loss never been in Europe before as well, okay. Uh, so I was kind of helping him out oh, tour gosh, managing, yeah. working out a little. Mix. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's like small things, like hey man, we need to get that ferry instead of that because we my uh, yeah, like small yeah. things which like you know, which 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 works like that. So we work in 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 UK in in Europe a couple of times, mm. and that's how you know we kind of become friends. Like I, I love hanging out with him, you know, after pandemic. He could like he called me. Hey, I'm coming for like nine days in the driver in UK in Europe. Like shit, yes. And then uh, yeah, he invited me over for just like I always you know with the with my music taste and how much how much uh, Lucero and and all of these <laughs> bands I'm listening to, uh, Natural Child and other 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 bands. Now it's only a kind of a dream to go for. I mean, go go traveling. So I went uh, went traveling with uh, with Joshua, who I meant to go on tour. That kind of end up end up traveling US with him. And uh, yeah, it's, it's it's it was a wild ride because Josh, Josh travels since he was like eight years old. So I travel. Oh, his dad was a trucker, so I travel U.S. fourteen states for like two months with the guy who kind of like decided to like show me all the things and tell me the stories and he's absolutely storyteller absolutely amazing storyteller it's like oh we need to pull over here uh, you're gonna try this Nashville chicken it's the best in a, in a state I'm like holy shit <laughs> so that was cool like we stay in like some, some wild places like playing a show in Marigold Mississippi which is a like, town of 260 people wow. one sheriff with broken car and that's about it <laughs> so uh, you know that show go uh, absolutely amazing. Yeah, uh, yeah. Everyone else hated that. Everyone else was like, "Oh God, no! Like this? Oh, it's Mississippi. It's fucking Barnsley. Yeah, Barnsley of Barnsley of Mississippi." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but um, I had the best time of my life because uh, I love seeing places like that. I make it my thing when I'm on tour or whatever other jobs like that. I'm lucky 
to be able to do when I travel, to just go see like the, the places like that. I don't give a fuck about, you know, all-inclusive <laughs> holiday. I want to talk with the bouncer in some dodgy pub, you know, yeah, around the yeah. corner, because he's going to tell me the stories. So, you know, so being places like that, uh, it's, you know, it was, it was insane, you know, like, like, you know, smaller towns, uh, but also, you know, had a friend in uh, Nashville. So they took me to some places when tourists don't usually go. <laughs> and, uh, it, you know, we pull over in some diners when no one ever seen anyone sounding like me. And that was so funny because that was the best conversation starter ever. It's like, what was it? Uh, yeah, we pull over in this like in this diner in the middle of I don't know somewhere from the coming back from Florida to to Texas, and uh, and a uh, whole band was ordering food and I'm the last one you know I was like oh may I have a shrimp po' boy please and this woman was like holy shit how do you sound like that <laughs> and I'm sorry for about the bad accent <laughs> I can't but accent, but like like a very strong you know like a southern accent I'm like oh my god this is the most beautiful thing ever I was like. Yeah. Can I have a shrimp pop? It's like she shouted the stuff from the kitchen. It's like, holy shit! You need to sound, you need to hear that guy. <laughs> and uh, so you what's, know, go, uh, going to places like that. We've seen, I've seen pop boys like a, it's a baguette sandwich, kind of like coming from like a French. Was it? It's a. I think it's very uh, New Orleans thing. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, so it's yeah. kind of a lot of lot of French influence as well. It's like a, it's like a baguette with a, with a shrimp and things. It's called po' boy from poor boy because I was a poor poor people's food basically. Yeah, yeah. Po' boy. So yeah. Uh, Shouts to just quickly uh, Schnittfaced, um, currently down at Crowd of Favors. I know that Anthony's been rocking the po' boys. He's got a, I, an entire range. Oh, fantastic! I, I need to have a have a little look. What's going on there? Yeah, now I uh, now I crossed the Mississippi twice. So I got uh, some opinion about po' boys. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yes, like seeing places like that was 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 was, was mental. Like these small towns or like places like I never fucking I would never end up as a tourist. Exactly. Yeah. It's yeah. it's it's mind blowing. So you know the stories. You know from the bouncers, from the kitchen stuff, you know. <laughs> Just quickly, yeah. I want us all to have a sip of this mash gang. It is mash gang, isn't it? It's, is that a... Mash yeah. gang, yeah. Yes. This is Rad Gold Tropical XPA. Nice. Um, because, right, the tea that we had Oh my earlier, God, this is delish. I know. And this, oh, what's, what's the... This is, right. What, that's a tropical bit. Does this taste like the tea that we had earlier? Is there any element that you pick? Oh my up? God, yeah, do you forget right, yeah. What the fuck is it? Is that I, it's not pistachio, but it's no. I was I was just oh. I was just. No, it's not pistachio, but it's the same. It's the taste. There's something in there. Um, right. So I, I guess we we need to rewind um, because Camille was after a a bit of caffeine before we kicked it off. So we did some tea, Hebden tea, their creamy pistachio black tea. Uh, they've legit got like actual pistachio nuts in here. Yeah, it's an exciting life when you're not along, <laughs> along Ooh, with pistachio uh, in my tea. Uh, Ooh. Rose hip peel, um, dried yogurt granules. That's why it's so that's, creamy. That, that's, that's I think that you reckon that's, that's might be a. Oh, you know, okay. I've got I've got taste buds of you know in seven years old fucking so these guys cigarette and weed smoker. <laughs> you know, I can't taste it, but. Okay, so this is pretty fucking crazy. Where they've got um, Hopwise, they've gone with Eldorado. Oh, Eldorado Incognito and Nelson Savine uh, T90. I don't know what uh, the T90 element is, but Nelson Savine is. I think it's a New Zealand hop. Okay. Or an Australian. Um, Antipodean, regardless. 
Um, and I think it's one of those kind of like um, Sauv- Sauvignon Blanc wine is the sort of flavor reference point. Ooh. Very grapey. El Dorado <laughs> is, I think, a stateside one. But the incognito element is interesting. It's a liquid hop. Okay. Um, so the typically with the IPAs, they just have the plant. We went over this before. You have yeah. the plant, you chuck it in hot water. It does something. It gives some flavor, and that's an IPA. Okay. So the cognito, they just... Um, Whereas I've always told me a bit like making fancy tea. Okay, is it just so, so it, you're going to be a brewer next. It's a very messy tea, is the nice. <laughs> it's, it's like kind of a, like an oily, liquidy thing. Okay. They bang it in the vats, and it's a kind of like if you think of it in the same way as it's a liquid extract, essentially. Okay. It's a liquid extract hop, okay. but it allows you to get like a really intense flavor from what it is. So I can only assume it's um, what is punching through there. Right, but that gold. is ridiculously flavorful, and the same for the flavor points. Tropical fruit juice, tonka, and vanilla. Oh, I wonder if they can pick that up on the. Yep, it's on the mic. Ice cream vanis. <laughs> that motherfucker stopped <laughs> right outside that. Right house. outside your house. Yeah, yeah. yeah like I'm, I'm sat here working, trying to be good on my diet, and he's like, like rocking up, like, hey, maybe you need a like, ninety-nine with a flake. You have no idea how much trouble I've got with compulsive eating. Jesus <laughs> Christ! And I'm a stoner with munchies. Right there, we go. Mercy. <laughs> that is that. That's ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. So, Mash Gang, you've fucking nailed you the. You did it. Uh, that is the best today so far. That is my favorite salad. That's yeah. the best non-alcoholic thing yeah. I've tasted, outside well, of I, San Pell, obviously. Yeah. Oh. Could I pinch a cigarette over in the meantime? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> this uh, all these all these point two percenters are kicking. Yeah, do you know what? We, we don't even need to. Crack open the striding edge, but um, oh yes, we can. I've <laughs> <laughs> not been buzzing much for months. Now it's you know, point five is kicking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, well, this one's two point eight. We're about to get crazy. Oh, fuck it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, might, I might take a t-shirt off and start, you know, <laughs> tw- twenty-year-old Camille, my 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 my, be, my uh, wake up, you know, from the <laughs> get the lapel mic on nipple. Yeah, <laughs> my pull, uh, my pull, naked crowd surfing again. Gonna get real kinky with it. Mm. Um, yeah, we'll crack this one open just to have a, a reference on that. But yeah, so I would say um, if you're looking for something on a non-alcoholic tip, Mash Gang, they've got an insane run. <clears throat> I believe Love at it. the moment they're actually also... Um, yeah. They're going to try their chances at cracking the States. And I think they're, like, right. they've are like they flown to Chicago like today. Okay. Um, nice. So it's I think I, I was joking with somebody online about how like, you know... Um, Bush, the grunge band from the nineties. Yeah, they kind of they they set up their thing in the UK, then bounced to the states and became the biggest the fucking big, band in yeah, grunge. Yeah. And yeah, that's no, it. Well, you never know. Stranger things have happened. You maybe. never know. You never maybe know. Maybe they yeah. explode over there. But uh, yeah, so I would say um, absolutely check Mash Gang the fuck out. And um, if you're in the states as well, why are you watching this? This is for these people only. Fuck off. But uh, <laughs> yeah, you never um, know. But it's yeah. A- it's Give a, them a look out as well. Um, we'll piece out the tasting sesh with Northern Monk's Stredge or Striding Edge. Stredge is ledge, as they say. Thank you, Luke. Um, there we go. Back to Leeds, though. Mm. Back to good old Leeds. Yes. <laughs> oh, You're out live drinking. it, love it. <laughs> 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 Fucking hell, do you remember that? Well, the, 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 the that, slogan. That was it. Leeds, leave it, love it. I was like, oh, my God. They'd, apparently, they'd pinched it from, uh, I think it was Tokyo. Yeah. I uh, think it should be here. Tokyo had literally run exactly the same campaign. Oh, really? It was like, Tokyo, live it, love it. 
And I think even the, the sort of the, the Leeds. look of the There is a reason why Super Gonorrhea started here. I think that'll be my <laughs> Super Gonorrhea was a thing for a minute. Patient Zero started in Leeds and I uh <laughs> And I know her. And I might just know a person or two who might get involved in that. <laughs> so you're out in Leeds, you're looking to avoid the gonorrhea, but you're looking for a good time with the booze and some maybe friendly bar staff. Yes. Where are you heading? Where You're not my, allowed my to say anywhere that you have worked or are working. So oh, okay, wax, that's it. Santi's off the table. Don't. That's that's it. You're not there, there's, there's nowhere. There's nowhere to go. Basically, <laughs> <laughs> I. Uh, uh, it's maybe because I was stealing jobs in so many places, you know, as a, as a good immigrant does. It might be because uh, I'm a man of a habit, basically. <laughs> I am. Um, I end up. I'm mean, very lucky because I, I work in a place which I love drinking at, and you know, I was working Wilocks. I love drinking in, at the time it was like, at the time that was like, that was years ago, Sandinista, Santiago's and Reform were like my three favorite places to go to, end up working in Santiago's. Uh, after all the years, I kind of like, oh, in the meantime, it's funny actually, that's where I know some fish from actually as well, like mentioned by, by all the pals as well, because uh, I know some from Sandinistas, because I did few shifts barbacking in Sandinista when I was and still in Wildogs. Was she there prior She used to be, that's how I met, that's, it's a funny thing, because like, um, I, I laugh at it today. I laugh at it today when, um, when I was listening to like a previous episode of Jim and, and, and everyone was like, everyone who talks about bars is like, from all the people you talk to so far, I'm the oldest. <laughs> so I remember Sam Fish from, um, from uh, Sandinistas yeah. when she was a bartender there. Uh, Lee Jones was still working in Reform. <laughs> uh, Chloe was working in Reform. So Chloe, I don't know. You know Mike Mike. Yes. Oh, yeah. sorry. Yeah, that's Chloe. That Chloe. Does, yeah, yeah. Uh, Mike, Mike and Chloe. Yeah. What, what's the business that Chloe does now? The cakes. Mm. No. Chloe. Chloe. Chloe works as a gardener, and then she does some. Uh, I think she still does some shifts in a, in a in a pizza booth or a, or a burger or whatever or was something doing, like that somewhere around there. Yeah. Was she doing a cake business? Uh, Leanne. Leanne. Leanne was doing Leanne, uh, sorry, sorry, donuts. Yeah. Yes, she yes. was doing donuts. I was delivering her donuts during pandemic a couple of times as well. Yeah. That's what connected she's, uh, that dot. Yeah. She. Yeah. She. Her. Her. her uh, uh, she she was the one which lent me a van basically during pandemic. She was hey man, like I have a van park, like if you need to make some money, uh, like it's yours, just fucking I put you on insurance, just just do something, make some money, man. Yeah. So uh so I was yeah, delivering her donuts and then uh moving people and stuff like that. So thank you, Leanne. God bless. Satan bless. <laughs> What's her business then? I'm trying to think what it is. I uh, yeah, so um Cakes. You know, it's very weird. Like it's really Leanne does cakes. We'll I really don't remember what I really don't know what Leanne's doing now. Like it's a, it's um it's a very weird part of like kind of, you know, I'm in and out of Leeds all the time. Yeah, so I was away yeah. for, for a little bit. And, you know, since my, I despite social media these days, I kind of, it's difficult to keep in touch with friends because yeah. Instagram is the easiest way to keep in touch. Because, uh, but I hate it at the same time because I know people on Instagram lie and, uh, and also I don't like uh, scrolling all the time and I'm easily getting hooked up on that. So I kind of sometimes don't know what, what my friend's doing because it's just kind of like you're not keeping in touch on everyday basis. And it's funny because it really made me think now what Leanne is doing. Mm. I know, I know. But where are you drinking now? Well, when I'm drinking, oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> Weed. <laughs> <laughs> my last vice. Mm. Uh, so when I'm drinking, so I was working in wax. Uh, so, I, I drink, so I was working in Santiago, drinking yeah. in wax, end up working in wax because I like drinking in wax. Uh, so my ass will start making money while I'm there anyway. <laughs> oh. And that's basically, I'm drinking Wax, Sala, Grindhouse, uh, Santiago's. This is it. And Santiago's, I'm getting a bit too old for that nowadays. So it's, so it's basically Wax, Sala, and Grindhouse. And I'm rarely going anywhere else. Okay. 
I'm a man of a habit. And uh, you know, if someone someone drags me somewhere else, I'm like, hey, hell yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll give it a go. Yeah. But you know, uh, I kind of I used to drink in Mojo a lot, but you know, Mojo used to be cool. I don't really have much to do there anymore. Really, it's uh, it's not exactly. I used to fucking love working a shift in Mojo oh, and man. seeing you coming in at the end, so just oh looking up, God. seeing you at the end of the bar. It or was something just, and it was a dr- seriously like the. Uh, I think we lived through golden days of of uh, Marion streets and yeah, you know yeah. uh, shenanigans. So I guess you're saying you're basically you've settled in your little three spots. I have, yeah, exactly. You know, I was um, I was uh, I was never calling kind of a guy. I yeah, spent, okay. I had a, I had a lot of fantastic nights there. You know, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, from what I remember, what someone told me. You know, <laughs> uh, but um, it was kind of like never my kind of crowd. Yeah, and then. Um, I'm very happy that Marion Street become busier and it's all gentrification. It's on one hand absolutely amazing because, you know, we don't have a dodgy clubs like Casa Loco next to Santiago's as it was 10 years ago plus yeah, yeah. with the armed police and, and a metal God. detecting gates. If you're, that, uh, that, place. that was insane, wasn't yeah. it? Uh, and it's amazing because it's more bars and, uh, and uh, this part of town is busier and it's great. But uh, the, the other part of the story is the crowd which has changed. And you've got more people which kind of, you know, they kind like of, to play a yeah. little bit different than we, than we used to. And it's getting a bit, 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 bit tricky sometimes, you know. Luckily, you know, this part of town, it's not, it's not about like I, when I'm working wax now or whatever. So it's, it's very rare anything happens that you have to kick someone out. Actually, the crowd is nice, but the actual Marion Street, I'm like, I'm out. I'm too old for that. I'm too old, you know. It's uh, it's loud. Everyone is drunk and quite possibly visited toilet far far too often for the past couple hours, and it's easy to just get, you know, it just get stressed out. And it's, I just I just don't like being there. Just, yeah. yeah, it's just okay. don't have anyone to talk to. You know? Different tact. Yeah, yeah. Who are your favorite personalities in the Leeds bar scene? Oh, ho, 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 ho. Uh, all right. Uh, God, uh, difficult to say. I honestly believe we're the uh, absolutely amazing bunch of bunch of. We'll just run through, just bunch give, of characters. Give us, give us a big old list. Um, starting from uh, from all the old pals I used to work with, with like with with Sunfish, uh, Lee Jones, uh, Dave Nolson, people which like. What's the group that Sunfish works for at the moment? The events group. Again, I have no idea. I'm not doing that. She's doing that. I, again, I'm not. I'm in and out from Leeds. I know yeah, yeah, when yeah. I was here in December, they were doing something for Christmas. Uh, but I have no idea what's it called. What's it called? But like all the is it like called tequila room and stuff like that events. And they, the I pop in a couple times to, to them and like oh, always amazing. But I have no idea what it's called. Okay, cool. Yeah, Onwards, it's a current yeah. exchange. Uh, so like all the all the old stuff which are still around. Uh, I had a, you know fantastic time working with John T. Paul, some of them guys in Santiago's, who made Santiago's what it is now after the tiki bar to be this <laughs> rock monster, God knows what, you know. So I've Paul, seen all different stages of that place. Yeah. So Paul's down at Grindhouse now. Paul is down at Grindhouse John now. He has retired to North Wales. North Wales, living um, his simple life in a quiet the, town. Fuck, I've forgotten his band's name. Um, Sunliner. Sunliner. Sunliner, yes. Sunliner. Uh, absolutely amazing. Oh They're man, yeah, seriously. I, I miss music scene from Leeds basically uh, when I'm back home now. Back Produced by now. Mr. Frank Turner, I believe. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I managed, yeah, I had a pleasure meeting that that gentleman as well a few times in Santis. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, this is a funny story of my travels in US. I'm in a, I'm in Birmingham, Alabama. <laughs> Birmingham, Alabama, which is a far nicer Birmingham than Birmingham, UK, oh, which okay. is my least favorite place on yeah. the planet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe not on the planet, but definitely in UK. Like, yeah. And uh, Birmingham, Alabama, which uh, apparently has a has a story and a half, and it's it's a, it's a funny place as well. But I walk into this bar, 
I don't know what it's called. And I'm having a beer and I look at the wall. There's a quote from Frank, Ter- Frank Turner on oh, the sure. wall. And it's so funny because I'm not, uh, I don't listen Frank enough to his mm. albums. And I know he's doing great and how he's a, he's a big, uh, big on a scene now. And fuck yeah, well done to him. Uh, but I didn't realize how, how big it is. I never expected to see a quote of his songs on a, on the wall in Birmingham, Alabama. I think, I think and I know he tours you. you he's, he's got that whole, like, um, a lot of those country bands type stuff, the country I crossover so. bands. I think so. He's it's got getting that. that yeah. yeah. I, th- I think a lot of his earlier tours were um, yeah. a lot of the, like, in the South. In the, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's pals with the Lucero kids. Ex- exactly, yes. Chuck Reagan. Yeah, just all exactly. those sorts so of they, things. The same, so. yeah. They did, like, what's that? They did, like, this... 50, 50 states in 50 days last year, last year yes, or two years yeah, ago, yeah, something yeah. like that. But uh, but that was a funny thing. I mean, he was like, turn out, uh, turn out, Frank. It's just every time he plays in Birmingham, he always go hang out in a bar. It was like, and being, you know, lovely, lovely Leeds lad, you know, he hang out, hang out in a bar, have a chat, and you know, just making friends around the world. And just uh, it was uh, that was that was that was crazy how how small Leeds is. And then to top this story, how how small world is and how Leeds is spreading mm. all over the place. I was in. Is it Galveston, South okay, Texas? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like by the by the Gulf of Mexico. Galveston, I think. Galveston, might yeah, be, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm uh, and I'm just hanging out outside the venue when uh, when uh, when uh, the artist I was hanging out with was playing, and I start talking to this guy. And I was like, "Oh, what the fuck is your accent from, son?" I was like, "Oh, god damn it!" <laughs> well, it's a funny mixture of a of a Yorkshire and and Polsky. And I was like, "All right, yeah, yeah. Do you know this guy from Leeds, uh, Sam Barrett?" I was like, "Are you <laughs> absolutely shitting me?" The stranger outside a small bar in a Galveston, Texas. Yeah. I was like, yeah, 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 I used to do a few tours with, with Sam Barrett from Leeds. The serious Sam Barrett. Like, oh, is he the, the, the Saints? The Pine Hill Saints? Oh, I have no. no. What? Something Sam. like that. No, Sam. no, no, no. The, the guy, guy you met. Yeah, I yeah. honestly have no idea what's his name. I, I, okay. I would have to go through my phone and all that. Because I've seen that they're, they're coming to the UK in September. I don't... That's, that's definitely not him, because okay. he's not playing anymore. He used, okay. to, he used to do some small things, uh, smaller things. I don't, I don't know. I don't yeah, Sam, Sam Barrett, though, is fucking great. And again, he's, that was he's, amazing. A guy, <laughs> he's a guy that's done a lot of, like, getting over to Texas and doing, like, very small gigs. Yeah, exactly. Doing the our, work, yeah. <laughs> Yorkshire cowboy. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. yeah amazing. Yeah. But it's, it's, it's amazing. It's, it's a beautiful thing, you know. I'll tell you what, a really fun, weird story with Sam Barrett. I saw him, uh, he was skating to work one day. I was walking to work, he was amazing. skating to work. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I flagged him down. I was like, Sam, 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 stop. Flags him down. And I'm like, congratulations. Oh, what do you mean? I've seen you've got a kid on the way. Like, no, no, no. I'll tell you what it is. A few, a few people have said that. And there's somebody else who is also a skater, I think, called Sam Barrett. No way. In the, in the lead scene. No who, way. Who's having a kid. Yeah, yeah. There are, there are new kids coming to this town and they call the same as us. So maybe, maybe that's Being why cool he, and fun. That's why he rocks with the uh, the serious prefix. Serious yeah, 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 yeah. Say, if you're into your uh, sort of uh, traditional folk stuff, Traditional Yorkshire folk, uh, Sam Barrett is the one to check out. Uh, Lullaby of Leeds is still like my, my favorite songs. Lullaby Sam, of Leeds. Okay. Lullaby of Leeds. Yeah, it's, it's such a yeah. I just love it. I love the love the video. I love that. Quite old as well, isn't it? And I got to give a shout as well to uh, the Burner Band. Um, Burner Band. Lewis Burner plays a lot with Sam Barrett. Oh, nice. Uh, they've they've played together for fucking years. Amazing. Um, Lewis is a phenomenally talented local musician. Nice. Uh, we were in a band together about 20 years ago. Oh, He's sweet. Done, yeah. Do you remember The Plight? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember The Plight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, was, that was his band. I'm that old, yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so the, the Plight came after we were in a band together, and after that, then he's he was doing a lot of... Him and his wife did okay. a band with... I think it was... Uh, Lewis, his wife, his sister-in-law, and his dad. 
Okay. Did a band. That's, I can't remember what they were that's called. A, that's a family business. <laughs> and they were really great as Amazing. well. Um, and now he's gotten a new, his, his burner band, he's kind of gotten fully, uh, got like a solid lineup now. Okay. They've just put out, I think last month, they put out their album, The Age of the Liar, I think it's called. Okay. So that's online now. I think on Bandcamp, you can listen to that shit for free. Sweet, I'll have a look. Yeah, check yeah. out Lewis Burner, the burner band. Those guys really fucking good. He's yeah. putting out a lot... Putting a lot of effort into uh, music videos as well. Oh, that's sweet. And it's, great, it's kind of like a forgotten thing now. You know what I mean? Like, God, Do you know what? I miss MTV. <laughs> check them out though, because they've they've got a real like Crockett country vibe. Oh, so they've, they've got like a slide guitarist in the mix now, and it's oh uh, yeah, 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 they've the got steel a guitar, stand, yeah. stand up bass. That's it's um, seriously great band. Amazing. Yeah. I'll have a I'll have a Back yeah. to the list, I need something new to listen to because I kind of yeah. I think it's I happen sometimes when you're working with the bands, kind of like. I listen to music so much when I'm on tour, I kind of like, I stop listening to music that much and I need to get on it again because it's so much, uh, so much I'm, I'm missing out. <laughs> well, you want to get on uh, Sebas, Sebas's uh, little mailing list. Oh, oh is it? He's, uh, yeah, well, last week we had Jim on and yeah. I'd said to him that uh, Sebas had fired me some recommendations and then Jim was like, oh, he sent me the same thing. Oh, nice. There's a couple of old... Uh, Spanish hardcore bands Amazing. and punk bands. Who was like, Amazing. these are the ones to check out. So Amazing. I feel like there's we, we need to like maybe have a Sebas. Sebas says, "Could okay, Sebas recommend? Yeah. Sebas recommend? We'll yeah. <laughs> Make it part of a podcast. You know what I mean? Um, like a odd, odd, odd foreign punk hardcore scene bands. You know what I mean? At the end of end of the well, episode, well, like, <laughs> I'll, I'll send you some Polsky ones. Every, yeah, there we go. Every, every episode we'll need like a hardcore recommend. Just one record yeah, from, from your local and from your from your past. Oh. Oh, I've got an alcoholic burp, God bleary, <laughs> burp brewing in me. Oh, there's them fucking quads. I tell you, oh, 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 leave it, don't. Oh, that's that's what I was worried about. There we are. We're still recording. Crisis averted. Yeah, if you are a uh, if you are a quad rider and you park up please around Burley Park, please go fuck yourself. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, die. God, it's horrible. It's just, horrible. They're, they're if it's not idiots. quads, then scooters, then all kind of things. Yeah. Jesus, just like, fucking pricks. Just, just <laughs> don't. Anyway, back to the list. Who are you? Back to the list. Um, yeah. Grindhouse. Grindhouse. Lee. Lee's, Paul. Uh, pa- Lee. Lee Jones. Lee Jones. Lee Jones uh, used to work in Reform, then he run uh, or work in a... Uh, God, what's the Sandinista sister bar uh, town? Blind Tiger? No, oh, no the, the other part of town. Um, oh my God! Oh my God! Do you know which? Where one? is he now, though? I don't. I don't. I don't know. I oh, okay, well, that's what I was going for. Yeah, I think he's still. Oh, sorry. I want, I want to get like. The I know, list. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah I want to get the names and where these. Where they are, are now. now? Oh God, I don't know where he's now. I, I guess he's doing doing things with Sam, and yes. I don't know what else. Yeah, yeah. Haven't seen Sam. Haven't seen Lee in a long time as well. But like, he was one, like one of the characters who I was kind of learning a lot. He was like one of the f- my my first favorite bartenders. Wasn't like, he like? Oh, do, you, do you work in wax for a minute as well? He he was one of the first people working wax. It yeah, was because yeah, it was I Andy, Andy Lee and Marco, I believe. Oh, okay. And that was when I was. That's when they opened it. I was back in Warsaw at the time. Then I came back home to Leeds, and uh, they were already like a few months open. I think it was Marco Lee and Andy, I believe. Yeah. Oh, cool. So that's uh, that's yeah uh, yeah. Yeah, another like favorite favorite people to hang out in the bars. We was like, yeah, like basically wax bar stuff now. Wax always had a cool stuff as well. It's amazing because I was yeah. like, was Owen, was Lee. It was always nice to hang out. They're very like lovely to chat to on a quiet days. They you know get you drunk on a on a on a wild Friday night. Uh, but obviously you know we are getting old and tired and irrelevant, and we have to give the space to kids. <laughs> you know what I mean, now I'm.
Now I'm, uh, I'm working again uh, in the wax sometimes, just, you know, help out, hang out, and it's uh, it's easy. We used to work in uh, Santis, so it's cool to work with her again in a different place. And uh, Sam, who is an absolute legend, Chrissy, who runs the place, who is an absolute hero as well. So, like, yeah, uh, Tess now. So, like, just a different set, but like, they always have a really lovely stuff to, it's always lovely to hang out with. Yeah. Uh, Salabar, same, like, everyone always works. It's just nice to walk in and have a chat with people, you know. <laughs> uh, and they, yeah. So, we got, yeah, Emily running the place, who's being, being a star with all the little, little, little DJing nights and shows and ABBA, ABBA cover bands and all of that stuff. It's just fun. Yeah. Um, and all the, all the Halloween with, with X-Ray Cat Trio of them guys all these bands which is like always oh, yeah. good fun it's fantastic music yeah. scene in Cellar yeah big time big yeah. time exactly yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah uh, I did some shifts there as well so I, I listened to some jazz and funky stuff as well <laughs> yeah it's a great place so everyone working there as well look who I love to nerding with playing board games as well you know then uh, Canteen the sister sister place of uh, Wax and Sala in uh, Chapel Allerton Oh, little pizza course. place, yeah. yeah that's where yeah, Mike yeah. works, yeah. Okay. So that's a lovely place as well. You know, always cool to, to hang out there, see Mike, get some good pizza. If you, you know, if you tap Larry Clon, that's that's always this a plus. Is, this is bonkers. This yeah. this mash gang one. I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan of all of them, basically. But uh, oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, went to see Owen the other day as well oh, in, against, uh, the against the grain against like, the grain and Bramwell place. and that was so cool because like when I, I was listening to, to, to episode with Owen today and when he's telling the story with uh, how he started in Santiago's I was like oh god I, I was there when he started <laughs> and that was funny like kind of you know watching Owen being the, the the loveliest but the most also most professional amazing you know oh yeah yeah so yeah. That's, that's such a such a such a character working in Santos like oh my god what the fuck are you doing to yourself pal <laughs> you poor fucker <laughs> but he he did he did a great job yeah learn some things in Santos do do other stuff and his place now is absolutely amazing yeah and uh, yeah I think uh, it's it's not the easiest of uh, spots to get to. It's, it's, uh, it's like yes, kind of like a destination spot. But once you get there, it's amazing. Yeah, yeah you can really like park up for an yeah. afternoon there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, easily. Like you know, good beers. I mean, good, 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 good vibes. Just yeah, yeah, no, everything I, you want. Bus have bus. a have a one designated driver. You know, because it's a big parking spot. And also, you know, ridiculous amount of parking space. Yeah, there. exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. can go. Uh, f- yeah, don't don't drink and drive, but yeah, you can definitely drive there. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, it's. Uh, can't think of like anyone now on the top of my head who else who else was like such an influence for me working here as well because there was so many people over the years which kind of like not in a not in a in the bar scene in a bar scene anymore yeah. you know I remember one of the first people who influenced me working in the bars was uh, this guy called Adam in Santiago's oh, who always like he but he's like I don't think he even like was kind of Adam loved. Wilson no oh, absolutely okay. no it's like like completely I mean people oh. kind of disappeared years ago I think he like yeah. ended up being a postman after that then s- or, or, or firefighter or something like wow. move somewhere else but he was absolutely amazing except he was always wearing in flip-flops working flip-flops which was pretty like motherfucker that's, that's, that's against any form of health and safety you know yeah, I mean? yeah. you're gonna get some glass in there <laughs> yeah eventually. exactly but yeah so you know uh, there's kind of like you know again I've been here like working the bus like 
almost two decades. And it's like it's a it's a new generation as well. Yeah, it's yeah. like all the all the lovely parts. Oh, you'll feel old working in that fucking scene. Oh man, seriously, I did. Yeah. A, I, you know, I hung out in Wax for the past couple of weeks on a weekend, and I'm just like I'm tired of of, of everything. Like it's aching in the places. <laughs> I mean, I didn't know exist. <laughs> it's a uh, but yeah, it's cool, 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 cool. That you know, there's like a gym, you know, and yeah, all the like lot of younger bartenders, which are kind of like you know taking care of the place. It's still yeah. nice to go hang out in the places. Uh, what yeah. I would say as well, whilst you're you in Leeds. You walk in and feel safe and, and homey. Whilst you're in Leeds, um, keep an eye out for some gigs as well. Because yeah. the, the punk scene in the city has really been sort of exploding recently. Yes. So yeah, there's, there's, there's definitely like, something there's going a, on there. There's yeah. like a, a kind of a, not a secret, but like there's yeah. a under the radar spot in Armley that's been getting a lot of really good gigs. Someone told me something about it. What's it called again? Uh, it goes under a lot of names. I think Damaged Goods... Um, but then there's they just yeah. have all sorts of weird names yeah, 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 for the place. Yeah. Well, it's um, yeah, it's it's there is yeah. There's, there's a lot of, lot stuff of happening there's there. a lot of cool venues. No, but then even like even Boom Boom has been getting a lot of really cool stuff. Yeah, they've just oh, booked uh, Last fuck, uh, Callous Dowboys. If you yeah. know those guys, no. it's like they're kind of like a bit uh, tech metally. All right, uh, very weird. They got like a piano, uh, a violinist oh, okay. in the mix, and oh, that, that's it's well, like, very silly, very I'm, very silly. But I'm, it's one of these things. Like I'm never in Temple of Boom like enough. Uh, or just boom now. Uh, boom. Oh, is it boom now? It's, it's just, just boom. boom. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that, exactly. So that's you, how. You move away <laughs> and they change. Uh, it's uh, I've I've been there. I've been there the last time in January to see um, Black Flag. My oh, pal Carl yeah, hooked yeah. me up last minute with the with the with so the guest with list. The Greg on vocals. I think so. Yeah, yeah. 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 I kind of like was like a last minute thing. I was like, fuck yeah. So that was cool. And before that, I only been to like maybe a couple times. Once of them was uh, John T. St. Clair's wedding, which was an <laughs> insanely wild uh, wild wedding in Boom, yeah. uh, with the uh, smoked uh, barbecue smoked kebab included as well. <laughs> the catering was first class. <laughs> nice. Uh, but yeah, I'm never there enough. But it's a cool place. It's got this like this, yeah. this DIY punk, very Berlin kind of a vibe, you know, bit bit kind of, you know. Yeah, like we were talking about earlier, the squat scene in Europe is like it. It really like has a stamp on the music scene of each city. You go to each city, and it has, if not it's, their squat, they'll have like a a network. There's almost. always some kind of DIY small. Germany, thing, Germany yeah. was ridiculous for it back and in the you day. Know, some squats you're playing are like are just insane, bonkers. Like, yeah. Where, my two favorites was a uh, one star was from the, um, Switzerland. Uh, I want to say it was Zurich, but I'm not sure. And we pull over, and it's like a outskirts of a city, and uh, they come like, "Oh, hey, hey guys, how's it going?" Like, "Yeah, sorry, it's only a squat and stuff like that." And we look around, it's like, "If that's how the squat looks look in Switzerland, holy shit!" <laughs> I mean, have you have you seen Biston? My God, this is like the best place yeah. ever. Nice, clean, tidy, absolutely amazing. Well, that's the thing. It's like well, I I can. Um, learned the ropes as to what a squat is in Leeds and yeah. so like there was back in the day there was a spot in on Meanwood Road uh, 120 Rats okay and it was like fucking rats down there it was, yeah. it was like the I, difference, I got, I got shit sinuses so like when I go into a squat it would be like it would take me days for my sinuses to get back to normal That's and yeah. then like uh, started doing bands and would play gigs in squats and yeah, then because yeah, yeah. I was the vocalist so you're breathing, so you're breathing so all this shit, yeah. Oh, it, it was fucking horrendous. Then we'd go on tour and you'd be playing these squats in Europe even. Like, yeah. Most of them were good. There was one in Austria that was pretty fucking bad. There was like yeah. dogs walking around shitting everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was one in France <coughs> that was 
to use the toilet. It, it, I won't even go into it, but yeah, it, <laughs> it was bad. It was bad. I um, um, it, they were fun. We, we did couple like that. You know, these places exist. But as for well, the most you know. part, though, I would say, yeah. and especially I think in Germany, there was one that we went to in Berlin that was just insane. The place had it's been taken over, as you said, the one you went yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. ATM in Amsterdam, which was just. Magical. I haven't heard of that, but yeah, but this Google one it, Google it. There's yeah. a video on YouTube, uh, kind of. Uh, they used to like run a lot of festivals. It's a massive, um, it's a massive outdoor space. Old yeah, docks yeah, when yeah. they like they build ships, and uh, so the main building is the old. Uh, I don't know what they call it, shipyard, whatever. Was there like a dome, like a crystal dome? Involved? I think so. Yeah, there was a lot of weird stru- uh, structures. I went to, and, uh, I went to a party there once. <coughs> I was in Amsterdam. It was they were friend- like a festival full of full of circus tricks and yeah. shit and stuff. Like, it was and, yeah. uh, a pal of mine. Um, he was he w- he'd made a film and he I'd helped with the subtitles. So I went across to Amsterdam mm-hmm. for, the, for the premiere, and then another friend of mine went. There was a band that I knew from uh, from uh, the Netherlands, yeah. and um, they all went off and did their own thing. So I'd go across and hang with all of them. And yeah. so, like the one of the guitarists, uh, Maurice, um, he was the filmmaker. One of the other lads then was yeah. more of a party kid. So he then took me to some, this rave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was, I think, the first time I tried MDMA. And it was, I remember him saying, I remember him just saying, put a little bit of this on your tongue. It's going to be great. And yeah. We basically, we'd already, been to a par- we'd already been to a party in this crystal dome. And it was probably we, the wee hours of the morning. And we basically spent the next five hours dancing to a speaker in the boot of a car. And it was just like me and him and I can't maybe a couple of other people. Then I wandered off at some point, fell asleep in a building yard, then got up, somehow got over the docks back into the main main Amsterdam and got to the film premiere was at like ten that morning. Yeah. And managed to get to like the, the cinema where this premiere was. And it was it was a big deal because the yeah. guy, uh, one of the stars in this film was like a local what a Dutch soap star. Okay. That, um, <laughs> he'd gotten into this thing. So, like, there was a lot of press there and what have you, and I was rocking up fucked at 10 in the morning. Um, then, yeah, then my pals took me to fucking Maastricht. I think we went to Maastricht for a yeah. poker night then. Nice. But, yeah, that, that was, when, you're in, when you're in your 20s, you can do all of these things. You can sleep on a building site. You can. And, you don't care. You yeah. really don't care. You know, like, I, I get to, like, kind of... Um, I'm not picky when I'm going through these days. I don't give a fuck. I stay in travel lodge if I have to. I've been lucky to do some tours when I was staying, you know, a few hundred pounds a, a night hotels and have a champagne on the ride there. I stay in the squats and I don't care. I really don't care. Yeah. But I'm getting to the level of like, can I please get some kind of nutritious food and some kind of bed which isn't like no bed books. That's how you have it. And then. Uh, and I don't mind as long as it's fun, but like when you do this DIY thing, it's so much fun in your twenties and oh, all yeah. that. And then, uh, but after at some point, it's like I just can't. I no. just cannot pull it anymore. We did this show once when I was on tour with a guy called Moses Sumney, and uh, and that was that was pretty posh tour. Mm. And we like I stay in like one of the nicest hotels I ever stay in ever. Uh, it's like a, had a hotel next to London Eye when we play in London, like a few hundred quid a night uh, room, like absolute wow. That, that was the tour with champagne on it on the rider, and we play in this venue, and I f- believe it's Ham Berlin, maybe Hamburg, and again it's um. So we play in a, we play in Leeds on that tour, and we play in a Grand Theatre, we play in some uh, church, uh, old church in uh, somewhere in Netherlands. In Germany, 
we're driving and it's like this really sketchy old construction site kind of like a I don't know it's kind of look like an old building from I don't know 40s pre-war kind of massive place yeah. some kind of factory which been kind of slowly trying to being gentrified but it looks really sketchy and I was like we're gonna get fucking killed there like what the hell is going on and turn out there was the there was um some kind of I guess like college of music alike building when oh, I have that okay. insane insane acoustics and all of that stuff and this was the little secret kind of venue that's where all the you know I mean like that's where the, this kind of music this kind of people playing playing shows because it was all about acoustic and things like that like guy you know got incredible oh, yeah, voice yeah, yeah. it's it's different than a hardcore stage a scene when you're just shouting the fuck out of you know lungs <laughs> and uh, so all these acoustics were extremely extremely important so that's like you know a sketchy looking place but turned out that was like one of the one of the nicest the most amazing venues I ever witnessed in my life you know yeah. I mean? so it, it happens oh, you yeah. know and, and that's, he, uh, that's Cedric's world now isn't it yeah yeah. Cedric <laughs> is uh, touring with all sorts of like seriously high level acts it's, and they need the good sound so he's the venues he's so working the venues now. Are, so they're picking different venues it, for this. And it's yeah. weird, like he's again, he's a, a Santi's alumni. Um, yeah. But I think he got into like the sort of the sound production that he's doing now, doing yes. for these big bands. Yeah. But he was doing it. Did he pick it up just from running the board in Santi's for gigs? Uh, ooh, uh, you know what? I don't know exactly the Cedric story. I know, uh, I know he was he was definitely learning. It wasn't okay. just Santiago. So he was definitely I don't know if he's doing some degree or something, whatever. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't yeah. I don't know exactly, but he was definitely learning. Uh, he started in Santi's. Uh, we did a tour together once when he was doing merch and helped me driving as well. And uh, oh, do you know what? Interestingly, um, the band that I mentioned uh, from the Netherlands. Yeah. Um, He's currently touring with one of the guitarists. Oh, amazing! They're in a band called. He's in a band called Gold with three Ds. I I've think. just met him in Warsaw because he was on tour with um, Gold and no. uh, uh, band from Japan. Is it yes. Mono? Mono. Yes, Mono. Yeah, mono. yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Oh, yeah, okay. it's oh. a. Yeah, there we go. Nicole does their booking. Uh, oh, really? Booking. Well, yes. Yeah, oh, really? I work for people. The freelance. Oh, amazing. Uh, it's a small world because uh, my friend oh, yeah, was on yeah. tour. My friend from Warsaw was on tour with them a few years ago. <laughs> so, well, it's oh, like, brilliant. It's, you just keep, keep crossing when you're doing this job. You kind of keep crossing uh, yeah, no, all of the Yeah, no, because when I saw they were doing that tour and I'd seen Sadiq yeah. was on it, I was like, oh, my God, you're going to be doing that. Yeah. I'd, I'd given a shout to the lad in gold. I was saying, oh, you're going to be touring with Sadiq. Sadiq's the best. And he said, oh, yeah, we've already, we've crossed paths previously. And it's, but yeah, but point being that Sadiq now is like, Seeing some he's of the doing shit that he's working on, it's like made, yeah. doing like just insane sound in cathedrals and things. And that's that, that's his his little niche thing. He ended up doing a lot of these, these kind of metal bands. Yeah, and you know, yeah. um, I know like we did this tour together, and that was like one of the shittest tour I ever fucking done in my life. And I was just doing merch about. He was kind of starting that, and then knowing later on, it's absolutely amazing to see him doing you know, oh yeah, see some cool cool shows. Yeah, I yeah. know he's doing this tour now. Uh, yeah, that's monitor, and they're doing like thirty days without day off. I'm like motherfucker. I'm like, as a driver, <laughs> I, uh, I I kind of refuse to do shit like that ever again. Like I, I've done things like that. I've driven from Rome to London in one go once, and uh, you start seeing things on the side of the road, and uh, and it's, I uh, it's not good, yeah. no show, no music, nothing, nothing, nothing in your life is worth risking that bullshit. Yeah. So 30, 30 shows in a row, I'm like. I appreciate hard working and I know how to budget works on tours and I get it, but also fuck that. Absolutely fuck that. Like, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I think Cedric, um, the plan no. is hopefully when he stops in Leeds in the future, I want to get him on the show because. Yeah, because he's, he's, he migrated uh, again. He's in Berlin now, but I'm sure yeah, he'll, yeah. Be, he'll be back at some well, point. Well, he's, he's get always him. on tour. So I mean, he's always, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, 
Uh, a sad as it is, there's more bands which kind of don't want to tour UK anymore. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm seeing a lot of that. It's understandable. Yeah, it's it's very sad. Well, we did it to ourselves. Well, well done, well done. But uh, we we voted for that. Uh, yay! Well, I fucking didn't, didn't I? Didn't I? <laughs> I fucking didn't vote. Yeah. But uh, but you always kind of end up touring UK as well. So kind of you know that's what happened with last summer when I was here for a couple of weeks. So yeah. I'm sure Cedric will swing by one oh, day yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah, have a couple of days. <laughs> got some got some stories. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, he's a, he's another 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 fantastic character from this from this beautiful city. <laughs> yeah, well, I reckon that's probably about as good as place as any to piece it out. Can do as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I really appreciate Fuck it. Fuck yeah! Raid of crafters. Your teeth and go. Ding ding.